0: So today I'm joined by Keith. Keith is a former member of the Defence Forces, the Guards and now a current member of the Dublin F- 4 Brigade. Sorry, That's it, yeah. yeah. Here. How, you're out of the army now a while, right? A long while. Yeah, do you miss it? <laughs> no. Um,
1: I don't think about it as much as probably you would have done over the last, say, number of years. Just like, yeah, uh, gets on, like you know, and you kind of move on a bit, like you know, but... Yeah. Um, you look back fondly with the memories that I had there for the few years that I was there, yeah. definitely, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: What was the thought process for you, like, joining the army? Like, was it something that you always had an interest in or, like, just play sports beforehand?
1: Um, I think that I was one of these kids, even as a young, very, very young kid, that uh, okay. just just was just drawn to the whole military, kind of, probably from a romantic fo- point of view, probably as well, like, you know, yeah. and, um, the, the kind of mil- the military way of life or such, like, you know. Um, like my earliest memory would have been when I was about three years of age and the coach. Right. On you know, the motorway and going past an army truck. Seeing <laughs>
2: like, the trucks.
1: And seeing the lads there and their, their greens and their, their rifles. Yeah. And I remember one obviously just caught my eye and he winked at me like, you know, that's yeah. But look, they're totally out of sync with everybody else who's going around doing their own day to day business, you know, normal kind of cars going yeah. down the motorway or whatever, like, you know. So it was really, well, that's that's something totally different yeah like that you know yeah so uh I remember just even growing up then it was all you know watching army movies you know kind of yeah. real read an awful lot when i was a kid as well like you know um and yeah just always had it in me that this is what we was going to do you know
0: that's where the interest peak so yeah, yeah. and i suppose when you got when, once you decided to join right um where did you train?
1: Train within the army,
0: yeah. Yeah, like where'd you start? Like, was in it going no, in the railway, yeah.
1: yeah? So, the CTD East Command Training Depot East, right? Um, on the square there, you know. So, um, <laughs> going in, and we could have had been doing Cotton before because it was in the 11th calf uh, in the FCA. Oh, okay, so East, you joined the
0: FCA so. first, yeah, yeah. Right.
1: So, uh, so even even before that, I was in school, like, you know, I think it was an open day down when Cotton and myself, right? Had two two pals went down to have a look, like, you know, and uh, okay yeah so we went down and just so signed up for the fca Yeah. and um, did about a year and a half there i think like you know
0: yeah that's what i asked you in the fca for a long time maybe i
1: don't know maybe a year no, we did a camp down in longford all right okay yeah. and um we never got as far as firing you know kind of weapons you know okay on a full range I remember we had fn's but there was a 2-2 attachment you know so you're kind yeah. of firing two those in um those small i don't know we're still there, there Small ranges.
0: In Color real Bracks, are you still there? No, no. can well there was one, I was there. There used to be like um like the virtual range, like the laser range. Yeah. And um, where you could like zero the weapons and practice, but there's no um there was no like physical shots yeah. for it. They used to do blanks the odd time. Yeah. like four blanks like the only blanks we were well, trying yeah.
1: yeah maybe it was blanks that were firing you know so yeah as i said it's a long way to go like, you know, so. <laughs> it's if a good thing i'm saying here and i'll tell you but no no repeat yourself but just yeah. it's my memories you know so it's 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 a, yeah. it's a long way to go like you know yeah no. um but yeah no so you're having calf and, and then you're asking me to play sports we'll play football soccer oh, growing up yeah yeah we grew up in paladay so yeah um played football growing up so you know so then i had that you know working as part of the team and and you
0: know, playing at a fairly good level at, yeah. at a junior age as well. Like, you know? yeah. What was the, the FCA, right, so that was, uh, that's like, I haven't had anyone on that was in the FCA before, it's the reserves now, right? Yeah, but, um, yeah. what was that like going in, like, you just went there like once a week kind of thing, was it? Yeah, you went in once a week um, and I think you did a night during the week and then um, you might have done weekends
1: maybe every now right. and again. Okay. But like I said, it was just a short period of time Yeah. yeah. that uh, that it was there for, like, you know, so it's, it's just remember going up and then you'd be taking rifles apart and then um, you might do a lecture on something else, you know, so it was different each time. Like, you know? Yeah,
0: a so, bit of foot trail or whatever. Yeah, I
1: yeah. Yeah, remember you a bit of foot trail, like, you know, you're, yeah. like, you're a kid at that stage, like, you know, going yeah. so to go with the flow.
0: Yeah, what age are you when you are in the Um, <laughs> uh, I must have
1: been 17, 17, yeah. 17, 18, so whatever whatever the age was that, you know, mm. you couldn't join yeah, as soon as it was that age, so I imagine it was 17 because... It was eighteen, joined the army then, like you know, so okay. um, yeah, so it was probably
0: yeah seventeen, I'd imagine, yeah. Yeah, and you you saw joined the army, right? You're in the brewery. You're in all greens in the green uniform back yeah, then, were you? Yeah, <laughs> all greens,
1: yeah, yeah. So uh, in the all greens, and um, there was a few. There was, we were kind of the yellow packs as they called. Oh the okay, yellow, yeah. Pack, these five-year contracts. Yeah. So we, uh, I think we were kind of near the end of. The, the panel that they were bringing in so those were our recruitment teams that were out marching around before we, we got there like you know she'd walk in and those other guys there and look real guilty and they were they were in their grains but we always remember going in and looking out we were in a L, L block there on the left hand side just, just as you might call it bro. yeah
0: I know yeah. It's, it's a lock around now yeah. is it yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's where we spent the first few months of our, of our life in the army there um, and looking out the window and there was the guy's gonna march around, you know, yeah. Oh, it's all they had me here now, like, you, know, <laughs> right. and, you know. So, they're probably gonna be three months ahead of us, you know, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I went, went in there, all grains and lining up outside the blocks there, like, you know, in the mornings and yeah. getting the head. <laughs> <each other.
0: laughs> How many people started with you?
1: We had two platoons, so we were the 40th and 44th platoon. Fort- so, um, God. so what's that pretty, 80 people, 80 people, yeah. yeah so, we, they're were, they're built, we yeah. were on the top floor, or sorry, on the 4th the floor, yeah. and then as far as I remember, the forty fourth platoon were on the, the ground floor. The
0: ground floor, yeah. And of so. like all the people that like started with you, how many kind of finished? Like did all eighty finish, or was there a good drop off? Um, I
1: know, I know for one, one particular fellow that, that left early, uh, and I know that for a fact because he's in the vertical game now. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, I've talked to him before as well. Like, you know, yeah. I to him during the British Army, then like, you know, Jesus. Um, and those things well, I was just determined to be a soldier for some, you know, for, for whatever that reason was. Yeah, yeah, so while I was going through the process of applying for the Irish army. Yeah, I was also going through the process of, of applying for the British army as well. All right. Yeah. So I'm even thinking now, like, you know, I was only probably 17. Yeah, I did not. I was matter. going down to Belfast and, and doing the, the aptitude tests and doing interviews. And I was up there probably three times. Yeah, jeez. And uh, I think the, the, um, I got to go ahead for, for the British army there. <laughs> for about three months into my training in, in the defense forces so it was just a matter of time like i could have went down a different route altogether.
0: yeah geez yeah. Yeah. that would have been completely different yeah yeah um that's the thing though right like so people that like decide to be soldiers or whatever from like a young age they probably look at like the british army as well as an option if it's taken longer to get into the irish army
1: absolutely yeah and yeah. we had people in our in our platoons that were ex british army as well oh okay yeah. left to come back and join the irish army as well you know so Jeez. maybe a few years beforehand, um recruitment wasn't open mm. in the Irish Army, so that's they went to the British Army that like, you know. Um it just depends as well. You can be kind of lucky or unlucky around the time when you join the army, what's going on internationally or you know, even kinda of peacekeeping missions like Lebanon and stuff like, you know, you can you can have a a quiet trip or a busy trip or you yeah. know, or there's a war going on in Afghanistan that happens six months after you joined the British Army. Oh, no, I wasn't expecting this. You know? <laughs> yeah,
0: and yeah, I often wonder, is that, like, how many, like, how many, like, people, like, the Irish Army Lee was going to the British Army, like, up north as well, right? Because it's, it's an easy enough process to go through. Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. But
1: I'd say, I'd say the Irish Army Lewis an awful lot more going to services within the state, as in whether it's the prison service, the brigades, and yeah. um, the guards as well, like, you know. Yeah, um, And that's an awful lot down to... They've, they've, they can see what they can get out of out of the army, maybe, like, you know, and mm. if their, say, career paths, you know, isn't looking too, too bright, maybe. Yeah, yeah. They start looking elsewhere, you know. And yeah, definitely. And that depends as well on the, the units you go to initially as well. Like, when Big I got training, I went to 2Cav, um, right. and of okay, our lads went then to infantry units, like, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Like we were, we were just kept busy. You know all the time, you
0: know, yeah. That's the thing, like, I think like the cav is probably one of the better ones to go to when you pass out. Because I know two of the lads from my platoon went into the cav and they got their motorbike license straight away. Yeah. One of them was driving around in a jeep and then he was in Moags. Then two years later, I was kind of like, Oh my god, it was like it took me like five or six years to get a driving course, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was mad. It just depends, it just depends, doesn't it? Because, um, I and mean, as far as I remember now, I know we could be,
1: could be wrong on this, but the two calves hadn't had. Too many recruits in previous to us going in yeah so they could have had about 15 coming over oh, okay. so they really took it as an opportunity to to yeah. bring us into the into the fold as such like you know so as soon as we finished our three-star training we went down to Good ride um, okay and they kind of ran us through the cavalry kind of Way of doing things as well. Like and out up the grounds, yeah. uh, which was really good as well because you got to meet everybody there as well that was already in the unit. Yeah. But after that, then they split us up to three different groups. So we had fellas going off doing uh, fellas and girls going off and doing their uh, light and heavy driving. Yeah. Uh, another group doing their the motorway course, Another group doing right. their, their their armory course, Like you know, yeah. so our, you know the, the AML nineties as they were then, Like and you know, also. Yeah. Um, and then you just for the first year, that's what you're doing. You see one course, next course, next course. That well, yeah,
0: and did you get overseas? You probably got overseas then pretty quick, then, did you? Yeah, the
1: like guy I, I got overseas in '96. Okay. '96, '97. we had I had an opportunity to go overseas uh, on the previous trip. Yeah. So we went over in the winter, and um, so on the 79th, we were it was kind of on the list to go over mm-hmm. with the rest of the lads. But, right. Uh, say I was involved in an instant maybe <laughs> <laughs> okay so I was taking off I was taken off that trip and and same again in relation to timing of different things as well yeah I probably won't be sitting here now talking to you now um if we went over that trip because I would have missed it with the opportunity then to to go on and join the guards and you know life would have went a different way altogether you know yeah yeah um, but yeah no so we went over in 96 in, on the winter trip then right. and so a great great time over there yeah we're
0: in the lab, right? lab yeah. yeah
1: yeah so a company and you told me. was
0: it busy over there back then like it wasn't
1: it, it wasn't that busy for us um, okay from what i remember it wasn't that busy but i know like the lads in the seventy eight, had, a, had a, a kind of a, a fairly thorough time over there as well yeah you know so same again just timing as well like I, I had initially formed up to go over the recce section but uh <laughs> going to be a few <laughs> old specimens <laughs> Hang on a second. He's a bit young to be with this Yeah. So we ended up going over over the point five gunner. Oh, okay. They weren't being which didn't mean too much because you're just you're a rifleman, and you're doing your duties and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that I had to drive behind me then as well really? meant that um I was going up now to real as a driver. or I was doing ah, different I'm trips and stuff as well, like, you know, even in around the the kind of the company area. Um, they had to use their car and stuff like know so Yes.
0: Yeah. Happy also. Yeah.
1: You're over there, you're living the dream, like you right. know. So, it's you're, yeah. uh, you're doing what you're meant to do, what you're trained to do so is such, like, you know, yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and you're in a totally different environment You're a young lad, and you're, you know, you're, just, uh, you're just enjoying it, you
0: know? yeah. And are you back from overseas then long before you decide to leave, or
1: no? Well, well same again, as I said, if I yeah. had gone over on that previous trip, I, yeah, w- I wouldn't have things would be different. I wanted to interview for the guards, okay? So, we interviewed for the guards in that summer, but right. I told them then that look, I'm in the army, I'm going overseas. Can you defer till I get back? Yeah. So, they range, yeah. So, it turned out those three guys on that trip, myself, and two other lads that were going right. to the guards as soon okay. as they got back. Um, yeah. One of the guys, David O'Brien, he went back on the fourth shot. Yeah. So, he actually went in, he the take before myself and Mark, the other guy, uh, okay. into Templemore. So, he was three months ahead of me in Templemore then, like, know, Right. Purely because he went back on the fourth shot from the lab. Right, I was only back in the tour shot, missed that intake, yeah, and came back. So I went. I got back May '97, and right. I joined the guards in um, August. Okay, yeah.
0: it's not too bad. Bit of a break.
1: Yeah, a bit of a break. And same again, it was a case of I really enjoyed myself <laughs> over there. There was um, there was opportunities to stay on, and they were looking for people to to extend the trip in right. the summer. Oh, yeah, stay for yeah. the year. Yeah, yeah, stay for the year. So. Um, i oh, went in you we were having your 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 interview with your ceo at the end of the trip whatever like you know or around that time i can't really remember i just remember it was in the kind of a park and went in i was coming in. and i was gonna right i'm gonna tell him we want to extend the trip here you know i'll push the guards back whatever like you know I'm not, yeah i'm not that push but this, this is what i want to do here so we went in and i can still see him here now talking to me that <laughs> he says eh, no no you're going to a better job so I'm not recommending your recommending your application to it. Oh really? Yeah, yeah so we kinda of, we kinda of says, All right, well if you don't want me then Yeah, that's, that's right. fair so we kinda left I left maybe with a bit of not bitterness, but really Yeah well, really, right, we'll just go then like you know, yeah, if you it, don't yeah. want me I'll just go like, you know. So that was on his decision really. Right. Um, but yeah, like it's other than that now we would've extended the trip. Yeah. And same again, we don't know what would have
0: happened then after that. Like. Yeah. Why did you decide to join the guards? Like what was the attraction then to the guards?
1: Yeah, I was thinking about this over the last few days. Now <laughs> in here. yeah. Um, the family, the guards, the granddad was guard, the aunties, uncles, and the guards. Okay. Um, and it, it must have been put to me here to plan for this. Look, the army doesn't work out. At least you have something in your back pocket. Then you know. Right. Yeah. So I actually remember going up to the obit stand car to do the aptitude test for the guards. but right. When I was in training in the army. Um, and give him a time to get, get back here before or whatever. So I remember on you know, the canal again, <laughs> making sure that I wasn't in trouble with the army. Like, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so I went through the process for the guards, and I think it was more just a thing of look, it's we'll go for it and see what happens, you know. And yeah, yeah. And um, and that's it. I was just, I just went for it, and I'd imagine that maybe if if it was a case that I had stayed overseas, yeah. and the option wasn't there for the guards, I still would have been happy in the army. Right, um, and probably would have made a career out of that, like you know. So, yeah, um, but yeah, I no, went to a guard. So, I came back from overseas, and you get the month off, yeah, uh, travelled around, went to the states a bit, came back. and just From my from my memory, now, I'm sure I did a few duties, right. but, like, but from my memory, um. We were playing a bit of football uh, for the for the cavalry, you know. Right. For the cavalry cup and you go around and you're oh, different units. Different units, so you're we down with right. Alfred and you know, the current and stuff like that, like, you know. So yeah. Uh, as far as far as my memory is concerned, um, we I came back and just played football for a few <laughs> weeks. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was gone then, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cushy but cheeks. It, yeah, but it, it's I it really kind of enjoyed the army, I'd say, like, you know, and yeah. And as I said at the start kind of must have had this idea that every job is going to be the same that you're going to pack so much into that time yeah you'll probably pack more into that three years life experiences there at a real kind of formative age as well that's that's another thing as well that you're as a a base for going forward yeah um, the army is really really good you know sort of right because if you get in a young age and you get in with good people you get into a good unit you know you can kind of feel that part of being a, a, a. Part of a family, yeah. as well as doing interesting things and physical things as well,
0: like you know, and learning new skills. Yeah, it's good crack like when you're like when you first join, even though like recruit training is hard, right? It's tough, like six or seven months, but uh, there be some banter, there, like in the evening times or whatever. like, oh, absolutely,
1: yeah. Or yeah. even
0: after, like the rooms have to get wrecked like and be laughing, the like, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. All that type of stuff, like now you get know, yeah. different
1: characters as well, like you know, the, yeah. like you're coming from. You're coming. From, it was coming from say. Not really sheltered um, background, whatever like, you know. But Jerry, yeah, you, you're kind of your the people you know. It's quite small, and then obviously you're meeting these people from even it's the Nordswood. Jeez, yeah.
0: <laughs> <You laughs> all know, the north side lads are mad. But yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. I
1: pretty laughs> even was the case that the guy you had is is 22. Jeez, like, you know he's real old. Like, yeah,
0: does land with till 24. He's yeah. the granddad. Granddad, <laughs> yeah. But
1: we we say that we had kids and you know had yeah. had lived a bit of a life as well, like you know. And there, you're in there with them as an 18 year old, like you no know, was really good that you kind of um, they catch you on your bullshit as well, like you know. And what I mean by that is that an 18 year old way of doing things different than a 23 year old way of doing things, yeah. It was maybe worked in say a butcher's or worked in on, a, on the sites or has worked in an office, like you know, the, yeah. there's a bit more kind of an intelligence about how things work, like you know. So, yeah, and um, I remember being just kind of kind of pulled up on a few things by the lads, you know, yeah. like come on here you know, it's not you know, don't be so quiet, you know, get involved in the group, you know, we've been quite introverted as a kid, like, you know. Okay. Um and that kind of brings it out of you as well, like you know, and Yeah. In such a in a, in a way that um gives you confidence rather and it's not it's not that they're bullying you know, you know, really here look, come on. Do a bit more work here, whatever like, you know. Get involved, we're all doing it together, you know.
0: So yeah, um, you know, it's really, I think it's really, really good for for yeah. you, like, or a young girl to, to grow up to in, get involved you know? in. Yeah, it's yeah. character building, right? Um, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you might get a bit of grief. Like there's two, I suppose there's a few ways they can motivate you. It's like come on, get in there. They can slag you and kind of push you to do it, yeah. or they can bounce off you and make you do it right. Um, so you just kind of have to find a nice balance yeah, <laughs> to get involved, right? Absolutely. And sometimes you get wrong, and sometimes yeah. people get overloyal,
1: like you know, but. You yeah. found that if there was any sort of bullying going on, and I never really had any experience of it myself, yeah. personally, but if there was bullying going on, the rest of the group pulled that bully back in straight away and say, hang on a second, you, you've crossed the line here, like, you know, he's still one of our guys, you know, so, yeah. you know, um, you have that as well, but, you know.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, it's like everyone kind of really self-polices each other kind of thing before maybe an NCO will get involved, or yeah, before I kick that's, upstairs. That's the, way, that's the way it should be as well, yeah. you
1: know, so. Um, even where I'm working at the moment, like you know, I work as an officer in the first brigade, like you know that yeah. you know, you don't want to be micromanaging people. You yeah. know, those little kind of you know, things that happen at that level between people, you know, you're not you're always gonna get people that don't get on with each other, that have little issues. and um, they should be sorted at that level. It shouldn't ever be able to up to the to the officer rank. Yeah. You know, and if it does then then all of a sudden you have to act on it then like you know in sort of way. Yeah, um, go through the process. Yeah, it's not gonna kind of self policing in a group. Work really well, I
0: think. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, but then, look, Chris, so you, you're out of the army, right? You're in the guards. What was training like in the guards? Like, what was that like?
1: Yeah, it was more more academic. Okay. Yeah, so... Very different. Very different, yeah. A larger group. There could have been about 150, 160 oh, in our group, okay. like, you know, broken into different classes. Um, right. So you're just... It's more of a college. So Obviously, Temple Moore is a college as so well Yeah, so, yeah. So it's more of a college, with a bit more say kind of tactical stuff involved as well like you know you have tactics down there as well and um the like, of so then you're doing kind of physical stuff as well i think you're, you're doing kind of pe maybe <laughs> once a week or something oh really you know? yeah
0: like it wouldn't be like every day would it no I don't, I don't i can't remember i
1: don't think it is i don't think it is okay like, you know, i could be totally wrong on that like no but yeah I remember i remember we used to get a half day on a wednesday to do sports right yeah uh, and then during the weekend as well you have a timetable. like you know so yeah. you have to do a run and you obviously still have to meet Times as such as you have your right, your yeah, like fitness tests yeah. or whatever, yeah. You? yeah. So, like with the army, I think you have to meet the fitness or pass the fitness test. test every year, don't you? Yeah,
0: yeah, every 12 months, yeah.
1: In-, In the guards, once you pass your fitness test and you're gone, that's it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Jeez, yeah. that's yeah. mad. It's okay. up you to yourself, then, like, you know, yeah, okay, <laughs> but um. But yeah, I was, that was the same again. You're, it was just meeting another group of different people from different backgrounds as well. Yeah, and yeah. you're Just kind of trying to find your feet in as well. well but, it was, but it was real. Compared to the army, it was more relaxed. I okay.
0: Think. More yeah. Was there is there foot trail in the guard centres? Allegedly, half foot trail or is it the same as the army? Or?
1: Um, it's different. It's actually more, more intricate than the army. Okay. So this foot trail is such, but then you do all these displays and you're crossing over each
0: other and you're going through boxes and all this type of stuff like you know so, okay so at the end with your pass out they do this foot drills display right but just think in the army we just kind of did a, a march past march. yeah some platoons do the the whole kind of the march marching display and then others just, just kind of march past and that's it you know yeah i just march past, but um i know a few i've seen a few platoons like doing like big displays like where they're walking and x's crossing yeah, the square. Right like, yeah 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 so my
1: my experience in the army was that we just formed up and then just walked past and then just stood there where they were saying all the top and all their speech or saying other speeches and you know saying all the things that they're going to say um whereas in the yard in the guards uh we did a full trip display and you're gonna you have to get okay. so there's a bit of time put into that and then the brigade as well they do a full display as well okay so it's um it's yeah it's good it's good for it. it's good because it gets people together as well like you know yeah like in the furby brigade there um, i was involved in the last recruit class last summer okay now there's one going through at the moment Um but the the guy that was doing the foot drill display and teaching the guys full drill uh, was ex-army oh okay so we had all the sayings you know kind of on it they actually loved him in the end like, yeah you know? get your shoulders back get your shoulders back <laughs> <Chill> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Do need You it was a great way of putting, put, getting everybody together, get everybody on board, and um, with a bit of humour involved as well. Like, you know, okay, that's good. Like he he retired, and that was gonna Sorry, he retired soon after that. Like, you know, that's going to be his last class, and they actually clapped him off the the, the parade ground. Oh, that man, that's like, brilliant! You know, yeah. It was really really good to see. Like, okay, you know, that he, there's, there's a way of doing things. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's not a bullying way of doing things. We yeah, can get the same result at the end with a bit of humour, a bit of crack, but getting everybody together and doing as a unit. Yeah, and I think th- from him doing that with the fire Brigade comes from his Army background. Yeah, and definitely. that's what we've always found like, you know, when you go through this hard thing of recruit training in the Army, it forms a bond.
0: Yeah, definitely does it was, yeah. We're still
1: in the WhatsApp group with the platoon from whatever, twenty years ago, now, uh, yeah, that is, that's, that's
0: unbelievable. yeah, yeah, because even like like the lads are trying to like probably meet up like maybe once a year or every kind of six months or whatever, like a few yeah. beers or whatever, it's mayhem, but yeah, uh, it's, <laughs> <already>. it's good <going laughs> crack. Um, but yeah, and so you're in the guards, right? You pass out of um, the guards training. What's what? Two years was it a year? So what happens is you get out for six months. Okay, and yeah. you're you're a student guard,
1: so you get out there and you're doing mm-hmm. all the. You know, your learning, all, your, your, yeah. your, all your law and your legislation and all your other bits of pieces you have to learn you know you're doing your foot drill you're doing your fitness stuff like, you okay. know? So the, whatever the program is you, you, have to, you have to go through that the so called, at the time it was phase one part of phase two then is you go on to experiential learning so you go out into a station yeah. as a student guard for six months Okay. so I went to um, Waterford so I was down in Waterford for six months right. and for some reason he said all the dubs down there then. Yeah. so there must be someone to ever get up for the dubs there like, yeah. so, there those five dubs there in the house um and we love it it's great great yeah. great crack and then you go back to temple more for three months right. and after three months down there your phase three you get it tested so you're you're right. you're, you're giving your powers as such okay so then you're going out on phase four as a probationer guard. Right.
0: for nine months is that what they were like the blue, so the blue patches yeah, on the, the, light, the light
1: blue ones are in the fa- in phase two phase yeah one phase two so they're student guards okay so you go back you, you do a bit in phase three I think it's, it would be three months maybe and then you right. uh you get it tested so they come off right and you're going to a station so you get assigned the station then right so then you're going to be supervised in the station and you have to kind of keep a diary and you, you have meetings which are superior officer which you're probably your superintendent or your right. your inspector then like no, you know over the next nine months and um, so there's kind of a mentoring yeah. process all the way through that okay so yeah. when you're a student guard going out on phase two and um, you have a tutor guard so you're assigned someone that's kind of
0: like a buddy kind of thing isn't it yeah mind you looking at yeah.
1: sometimes maybe in a few years you've done a bit of a mentoring or a tutor guard maybe course or so anything that that you right. need to do or any kind of Work you need to do it goes shoot them and you can right. ask them any sort of questions whatever. And um, phase four then when you go out after getting tested, you um, you were out on your own. So, so like, you know you're a guard or you're, you're out working as a guard. you know. Oh, yeah. So. Um, so it's a it's a process. Then after that after after <laughs> that <day, won't> you back <laughs> down Yeah. So you're back down to phase five and um, you pass out. I think that could have been only about six weeks maybe. You yeah. pass out then so then you're you're fully fledged. Fully fledged guard. Then at that stage, you have your old pass out parade and bits and pieces. So it's a lot it was a long and old long process.
0: Yeah, to be qualified let's To say get it. to that
1: like you know, and it was a long process then for me then say a few years later to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know,
0: so, um what's it like in the guards, right? So in the army, right, you're like told what to do, right? And you just you go get done and everyone kinda of works in a group, right? Whereas as a guard then, right, you probably work a lot more independently and like using your own initiative then yeah how did you kind of find that transition or was there much of a transition like were you okay with it or by the time you went through all the training
1: yeah i think by the time i think it worked really well but by the time you get through the train you're you're embedded into what it's all about so yeah. by the time you get out then you have you have your powers like you know you're never going to be left on your own or such like you know so you would be going out in a car with someone else or you would be on you know beyond the beat with somebody else as well like you know initially like, yeah. so you know even at station now they they kind of they get you in there smoothly now i same again, it depends on the station you go to and the, the yeah. type of person your sergeant is or the inspector is as well. They can order, yeah. But the, I, I found my feeling when I went to Donnybrook originally, okay. Um, and quite enough station compared to say, like, to say, Finglas or probably Fairman or a place like that, can like, you know, order, yeah. So, um, so the transition was fairly, fairly okay, it's okay, yeah. yeah and there was a lot of posts around there, like you know, like the American Embassy, USM, emb- or sorry, um, British Embassy, a few other embassies, like, you all know, that you're going to sit on posts, which, okay. Which, which, it's like
0: Vince on sentry and like, yeah, know, the army, so it's yeah. really it's like, boring, yeah. you go again. You
1: know, I'm to after to spend the last few years kind of sitting on posts, whether it was over in the lab or you know, whether it was command stand too, or out of the central bank, whatever that like, you know. So, yeah. um, but yeah, you're kind of used to it, you know, you're just kind of, yeah, just kind of walking away, like you know, and um, but yeah, no, you're kind of, you're out on your own, but yeah. then you get your, your first arrest. Right. I, can still, I can still remember my first arrest. Yeah. You
0: know? Okay. And, uh, was it a tough one, or? It no, right? no, it wasn't, right. it, wasn't, it wasn't. It was actually <laughs> down when Tesco, down in Package. And the secure,
1: the secure, someone the secure, shoplifting. The security
0: guard pick had cut someone shoplifting. I won't say her name now. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> she's from No names. <laughs> she's
1: passed away down the station. Okay. But, um, but I was straight out of Templemore and given the whole. You've got a to so say. Yeah. The, the, the Miranda right there. gone? yeah relax there we don't do that <laughs> you know so real kind of like learning things as as the air property you know yeah. how things are done okay. uh, rather than learning the way out, like you know and tell them already say well this is the way you do things this is the process in yeah. reality it's not and the same with the army like you know but you get yeah, to, yeah. You, you get to uh, see how things are done really like you know yeah not how it takes saying that people take shortcuts but it's not a b c d and that's the way we deal with like robots all the time you know like, yeah so yeah, so, yeah no, it, was really, it was really good like you i really enjoyed it like okay. we spent i spent probably three years there in donnybrook okay yeah. and then moved into Cabra for for okay. six months so i was trying to get over to this side yeah of the city um just to get into a busier station and i ended up doing a few years in the valley forever before i left oh, all yeah. right um but in cabaret was like, it was guys, like in cabaret we have horse neutron as as a post that the guard from Cabral Look After. All oh, right. So there's a few different posts in the Oris, like There's the back gate and the different beats there, like, you know. So yeah. Same again. We're Kept busy, from, yeah. <laughs> <we're going from laughs> back at the army on yeah. the Oris, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it was guys, because hey, we used to do the, the, the president of bike escorts. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. With the um, calf. With the CAV, yeah. So uh, Mary Robinson was the, was the president at the time with you know, the, the bike escorts. So it was Mary McAleese then, when I was up there as a guard, like, you know, right. kind of knew. Yeah, It was comfortable and there, like you know. Yeah, it's grand. Um, yeah, and then went to Ballyfermot, Firm, like you know, and then really enjoyed myself in Ballyfermot. Then Busy really like, enough station. Yeah, yeah. Kept <laughs> yeah, going. Yeah, kept going. <laughs> yeah, kept
0: going. <laughs> but uh, you decided to join the four Brigade then at some stage, right? So you're in the guards for what, three or four years, right? I'd
1: say four or The same was probably in about four years, maybe, when, okay. when it came up to join the four Brigade. Same again, it was really. Yeah. Kind of, I'll see how it goes, and, yeah, and it kind of goes back to the army thing of you know, you have that connection with the army. That, um, my sergeant in uh, with a newly promoted sergeant that came to, to my unit in Donnybrook, yeah, Um, lovely fella, you know, really kind of you know, head, head on the shoulders, you know, a real kind of steady guy, yeah, and he could see it like, Maybe he wasn't getting on with one of the, the inspectors. Like, you know, it was obviously a bit of hassle off and maybe this was probably a bit cheeky or whatever. <laughs> right. You know, kind of, whatever Whatever it was, just a clash of personalities. Yeah. And uh, this the sergeant's wife was um, in the fire brigade. She goes, hey, look, gate, you know, the fire brigade to recruit, why don't you, you apply for that? Give it a rush, eh? Great job, blah, blah, blah. Um, this is never even considered the fire brigade. Didn't know anything about the fire brigade and meeting them at scenes and, yeah. and the fires and stuff. Like, you know. Um So they said, over it. But that sergeant had... Previous service in the army as well. Ah, oh, okay. he was always looking out for me because he knew it all. He was in the army beforehand as well, so yeah, there was that real connection of, well. Yeah, he's still one of ours, like you know, the second connection yeah. there, you know, um, and even while while it was there in Donnybrook, um, in the districts, we not say I don't know if the same now, like you know, but only so many people could carry a firearm as a guard. Um, okay, no, eight percent presume it's probably different now, like you know, and they had firearms, cars, such. So say within in districts, say it was. 10 firearms cards once they were taken up nobody else could have okay but if someone leaves the district if you had a firearms card there was one free someone became free within within donnybrook okay. and he put my application together to to apply to for take it which it. would be an unheard of it was only there a couple of years then yeah and i got it yeah. you know but and he kind of based on my previous kind of weapons training within the, within the army and stuff which meant that it was just something extra for me then we like, can you know that I, could, I could do things and uh, i could do certain posts i can you know, can carry a firearm in situations, like, you know. Okay. Um, yeah, so that connection was there. So his wife was in the fire brigade, so I'll play, I'll play for the fire uh, brigade and give see, it a go, see yeah. how that goes, you know. But, um, but even then, like, you know, I was kind of fairly blase because I it was, it was, it was enjoying myself yeah, in the, the air. Yeah. And kept busy, was, was yeah. Kept busy and all the rest of it, you know. Yeah. And even then, when I applied for the fire brigade, I left <laughs> I left the, the, the application form on the kitchen table. Um, and I remember going, I was heading over to see me go around the States and right. got into the taxi half five in the morning to, to, to get the flight and drove off down through it? So oh, no matter forgetting that that application form. Right. And if I didn't put it in then, I would have missed the application date. Oh okay. And I was really kinda ah of, oh, would I just leave
0: it? Yeah, you just turn back.
1: So we turned back. But if we just left it, it we'd be probably in the Yeah, yeah. And so just all those little kind of smaller things and we all have that them in our
0: lives, they can have a where way are now, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's kinda of like, Oh am I bothered, am I not bothered kind of yeah. thing? Yeah and giving yeah. it a go. And then so the four brigade, right? So like you've been through like two different services now and into the four brigade the training process again like six, seven months training, was it? And is it in house or do you get to go home at night time then or helps that? Yeah, so I I was more I was used to say
1: living in in the Lions, there, you know, in, yeah. in the army, living down at Morgan, hopefully, weekend, and went and joined Fergus. Right, this is going to be the same here now, so I'm going to rock up here. We're going to be here for a week, home, weekends. Right, five o'clock, hang. right, office going out. Home every day. Home yeah. every day. Jeez. So it was 95, just like, all oh, right, this is, this is a it's different, this yeah. is different here now, you know. Yeah, so they do the Brigade training over in the it's in, in, North, they have North Ryan Institute in. over in Malloway Road, there. Yeah, just above. Um, Marino just about fairview there. Right. So yeah, so it's a full full training centre there. Um, you go in, there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of kind of structure to it, you know, kind of the first few days, same as the army, you know, you get the uniform together all this you know, kinda of everybody's kinda of getting to know each other. Um, right. the first few days it's all very, very admin related. Yeah. Um, but after that then you kinda of kick in, you start getting them out, getting the, the recruits out onto the art as such and learn the basics of being a firefighter so okay. a lot of it is, is very repetitive um, learning how to uh, use holes, ladders, working as a team together, all this type of stuff like you know right. so it's about 6-7 months, it's a bit longer now at this stage because within Dublin, Dublin firefighters are trained up as firefighters and paramedics
0: yeah that was the next question yes you do like fire training and paramedics training then salary. Well, right?
1: yeah so you'll do your fire training first you'll yeah do, so basically you cut it basic firefighting yeah uh, and basic, basic firefighter skills so all that ladders hoses and um, working as a team together yeah you know kind of over and over again so there's, there's, there's a bit involved in that but then you move on to specials courses so okay. special courses would will, will involve uh, breathing apparatus courses which is three-week course right uh, which involves um working under air so you have your, your breathing apparatus on we have certain uh, procedures and rules and um ways of doing things there that like, you know that are nationally accredited okay that, that we have to stick to but as part of that's where you do compartment for uh, for for compartment for training as well yeah you're going into hot fires as well and yeah. um, so it's really interesting then to see this is when this is kind of more maybe you came to the army where people are being put under pressure yeah the character arms, building there. character yeah. building there like you know and you you see the leaders coming out you see the fellas that are, there's no hiding in there like you know yeah, like, yeah even though you're in a dark room you have to get through <laughs> you have to get through but you're there thinking nobody's going to see me the instructors see everything you know? yeah i'm seeing it from the from an instructor side now as well and okay you, do, you, you can you kind of get an ear for what what people are doing the way they're moving you know, the certain things that we want to be able to see with with uh, firefighters. And it's really, really that's that's a really, really important kind of um scale that we want the recruits to leave the train centre with because I'm thinking about my buddies up in Tala or yeah. in Dolphins Barn and if I produce um, a recruit that's not able to go in and have the Sullivan's sort of back in the fire, whether it's an industrial fire or domestic fire, whatever it is, um, you know, you're really letting yourself and your colleagues down Then that stage you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, so you're training, you're training people for what they're going to actually be physically doing to, and it could be the day after you leave leave the training centre. Yeah, you don't
0: know know what's going to happen because in the army, right, you're probably waiting to go overseas for something to happen realistically, right, and the guards could happen. You get the call, you get to go, but like the four brigade, like you don't know what you're showing up to sometimes, right? Yeah, you
1: you, you don't know, you don't know. The only good thing is with the four, well not the only. <laughs> the only, the only good Some good but, things. Yeah, there's, there's loads of good things, um, but you're working as a team, so. Yeah. As a guard, you mentioned there, like, you know, so as a guard, you've been out on your own. Yeah. And you could be out on your own, your car, depending where you are in the country, or on to be on your own, um, and with four brigade, you're always there with somebody else. Yeah. Or really, you should be, but uh, like if you're on the islands, you have your your you're really there yeah. as well like, you with know, your driving or the, the person in the back um, yeah. or in the, the fire engine you're going to have um, yourself an officer uh, sorry your driver an officer and you just three or four firefighters in the back like you know well, they all have to know the side roles like, you know yeah so the breathing apparatus part of so the training is really really important but you they also they're, they're trained up on um, road traffic collision uh, techniques uh, swift water rescue technician okay, right, yeah. techniques then as well and um, uh, hazmat um, right. you know, the, the hazmat instance and yeah, yeah. And that's where you just couldn't beat the army, like you know, the team yeah. like, you know, we met them with a few things there over the last few years now, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, so that they're really well trained. So after that then the first side of it, then you you go on like it's 14 or 40 weeks of, of paramedic training then Yeah, sounds tough. Got, yeah, because you've gone from you've gone from being physical and you know, kind of being out and doing things and getting yeah. hands on. A bit more aggressive, probably. Like, yeah, well, but maybe, but not, maybe, maybe not aggressive, re- not, maybe but more on the, More the physical
0: side, Yeah, you're out and you're, you're, you're out doing things as well, like, you know, yeah. so then
1: all of a sudden you're going into a paramedic class and you're just sitting through lectures and a lot of technicalities in it these days, like, you know, the relation to the medications and yeah. the techniques and the procedures. um
0: Bit of death by PowerPoint kind of thing, yeah.
1: uh, I don't think it's death by PowerPoint. It's just, there's just right. fast amounts of information that we need for yep, the, the recruits right. to get into their head, okay. to pass the exams, because the exams are uh, credited by FEC, the Pre-Hospital Emergency Care Council, okay. so they
0: have to be passed or else they don't go on to their next stage of, of training, you know? Yeah. Would, would there be like a higher attrition rate with the four of you see like with the respirator training, like, would there be lads that would fail the course at that stage, or do they, if they fail the respirator training, do they get to go back and like do a retest, or... It's just like you have to get through the training, like get um, tested?
1: We'll, we'll always try and get people through the training. Okay. And you'll find out with instructors as well, like you know, that will uh, be an instructor now in the last couple of years as well in you know, the job. Um, yeah. That you will... You You will notice when someone is kind of falling back on something. Okay. Or, and you get people that just, you know, you know they <laughs> The sweats and they're claustrophobic, and you just kind of say it's not for them maybe in that yeah. particular moment. But then there's a way you have to have to have your own way of, of getting across. this is what we're trying to do here. There's no you, there's no kind of hidden you know agenda here. We want to get you through this training. Yeah. We want you to be the best you can be at this. Yeah. So what can we do to help you? And you kind of work work your work with, work with the person then as well. Like you know. So, okay. But the happy people that have failed for for different reasons in the past and yeah. Um, they will go out into the into the operational side and they really? won't be allowed to wear uh, where it's set okay but then you will get an opportunity to come back
0: and and do it again But you know okay you know so and then the same then again with the paramedics of things then like would you have many people falling off at the exam stage
1: yeah not many but there'll always be a few i know there's a few the last time as well but um but you'll they're always in the realms nobody's gonna fail everything you know yeah. fail everything like you know and would yeah. be, be really left behind like you know because they, they are really really well trained yeah um but you will get a feel that maybe the questions didn't suit them um they're mcqs as far as i know so you know and the way the questions were may maybe like you know just did they need really write this type of stuff but you always will get a chance to get it done fairly quickly afterwards okay before yeah. we get a really good well, that like you know in relation to making sure that we we get that person through yeah and um, so it's whether it's extra classes or the mediation or whatever it is like you know, oh, and yeah. um, so generally generally
0: people do get through it's okay so it's, it's multiple choice question and is it continuous assessment right the whole way through and then a, like a, a GT like a general test at the end or is it just continuous assessment the whole way through and then you pass passive for for, the whole, for training? the whole training yeah or is there like GTs are certain the certain, the
1: certain competencies that we that they have to meet in relation to different skills okay that, that they're doing you know so yeah there'll be there's tons of competencies, competencies for BA alone um, yeah. for breathing apparatus training alone um, yeah. and there's more for ladders there's more for for hose management there's more for rtc so as they're going through these different courses they're nearly seen yeah. s- they're nearly set up as separate courses within the the whole course, the whole course yeah. so each little separate course maybe a two-week rtc course or a hazmat course yeah. or a pump course how to use the pump at the back of the fire engine yeah they'd be little small courses within the the wider course of the yeah. recruit training so each one of those small courses will have a, a course director okay yeah. and they'll it'll be their responsibility to make sure the conferences are all filled out okay. or passed first of all yeah and then they get funneled back into there's a course director for the whole course okay you know so all the paperwork's in the background there now oh, all yeah. right um, yeah i think they, they just kind of move to tablets now at this stage like you know so a lot of done on tablets it's all electronic um, yeah. but same again if you don't meet your conferences th- there is an opportunity to kind of to write you know kind of, sort of stay back you know you'll be told then um, that to, you know like hang on a second you know this isn't you know maybe this isn't happening for you at the moment this is what you need to do a b and c and then come back to us and we'll, we'll try and uh, get you through with them tomorrow week, you know okay
0: yeah all right yeah go on. yeah and no, it's good you know it's yeah it's good it's
1: really well structured
0: you know yeah i'd say the i'd say once you're out of training then like the dealing with like the road traffic accidents that's probably the toughest part of the job would it be
1: yeah it just, depends, it just depends it just depends just the nature yeah, just of the depends, job right yeah like when you come out of training you're as a recruit you're going to be on the ambulance for an awful lot of time uh, right yeah because even though you've passed the paramedic course you're going to go into um real life situations next, well not even that. the next stage yeah. of your training oh, okay. so you have to do so many ambulance hours um oh, right. so I think it's 22 days and 22 nights over the next 11 months right so you're going to do. You know you can get them done while you're on the watch, then so we have a kind watch system for a watch system, like you know, yeah, uh, different units of A, B, C, and D. So you'll be assigned onto a, a, a particular watch in a particular station, yeah, um, and you'll have paperwork to fill out then as recruits, you'll have case studies to do, and um, you'll do hospital placements then as well. All oh, you know, right, so yeah. you'll have like we, we remember doing mine, you know, the, the maternity hospital placement. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: you have to do yeah, because you've be, Delivering babies in the back of ambulances or whatever, yeah. 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 <laughs> delivering
1: babies in the back of the ambulance, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that, sorry, 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 that's what but, yeah. but uh, yeah, so I remember, like, you know, my son was born at that stage, like, you know, but I obviously he wasn't the Yeah. This is his end, like, you know, the old son, I'm up in um, the Coombe hospital and it's five uh, deliveries in a row, like, you know, one stage of the nurse has to be holding. <laughs> <laughs> The leg here, like, like you know, Jesus, episode. But you know, you're allowed to be there, and the yeah. nurses will say, like, you know, hang on, we have a, a recruit paramedic here from the Fair Brigade, or sorry, a recruit EMT as it was then. I as I went through, they've upgraded the skill. Level the and, um, and if there's any issue with it, then there's no has you to leave, you know, yeah. won't be in there, like, you know, but, but the majority of people at that stage, I'd say. Oh, I don't care. Just <laughs> <It was laughs> help <laughs> me, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the yeah. first the first baby I, I delivered, I'd never say kind of delivered, that I helped deliver. Yeah. operationally was uh, over in Mulhorer. I was working at Pallet time, so we're kind of out of area. Oh, right. and uh, you know, the the, the, the woman's delivering delivering baby stuff, you're just there to help and you know kind of guide everything, you know. So, um, but they're obviously still going to call call an ambulance. So, baby's delivered, little baby boy. Right, And thing. it's open a. Upstairs in the bedroom, and hear steps coming up, like, you know, it was that like? So, ah, uh, yeah, granddad's here, granddad's here. So, I turned over and I uh, turned around down there in the uh, ambulance gear, and um, we're just waiting for the afterbirth to come out, and the baby's out, and every, everybody's happy, everybody's healthy. We've done all our checks, all our bits and pieces. Right. So, uh, granddad comes up, like, you know, and we turn around, uh, here are you, <laughs> <laughs> so we are married. So, it was yes, we
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: first, the first baby he delivered up was, his grandchildren. was grandchildren. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, jeez. It's a small world, like, you know. What's the chance of that? You know, jeez, oh, that's smiling. Yeah, it? Was like, ah, unbelievable. Like, you know. So, which, right. yeah, yeah. So then over over time, like, you know, they delivered delivered that was a you, yeah,
0: That's what I'm gonna actually like, does it happen much like that? You have to like deliver babies in the back of the ambulance, or you have to go on site like to help deliver them more. Yeah, yeah. Like it does, it, it happens, and you can get a run of things like
1: you know. So you yeah. can get say after maybe a year in and you, you went back and you had a few drinks with your past you know you trained with it you know you'll have something goes you yeah, know delivered 10 babies and i felt like i haven't delivered a baby yet so it's just time and place just depends yeah time and place yeah like the last the last baby delivered was up in talla um and came out with the cord around this neck the motor was she was deaf and dumb the oh, two nice. people in the house were lithuanian no english and, you know, there was kind of complications around that, like, you know, in the end, we kind of, to reach in and kind of cut the cord and all this, and the baby came out, like, you know, but for a period of time there were it was really kind Touching of... Touching like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, and then the guy that, that was with me as well was a recruit as well, like, so he was kind of, like, a, a rabbit in the head, like... Yeah, like you're that. on your own, yeah. Yeah, the guy was probably in, probably 15, 16 years that stage, like, you know, so you're, you're well experienced, like, you know.
0: Yeah. Would you ever get, like, lads that would, like, go in, like go into shock like at a scene like a, there was like a lot of blood or whatever like and they would freeze, they wouldn't be able to do anything
1: yeah of course you would Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't I can't recall anything in Dublin here now I like, you know, yeah. you know of my friends where we am living on the country there um, that are involved in the fire brigade the officers in the fire brigade firefighters and I know one guy that he came across an accident um, a, a road traffic accident and who was his daughter in the car and just went into just yeah cheese. yeah you know? geez that'd be hard yeah and you find that with some lads um or some people in but in the don't F- forget that they don't want to be stationed too near to where they're from just in case they came across something where yeah they know someone they know yeah. Some. yeah no it's no it's, it's tough. anecdotally there was a story guy. i think he was only in a few weeks and went to his first house for it i think it was his his uncle and he, rec- he recognized the address going to it like jeez that can't be his house like you know he went i think it was his uncle that was that was about elsewhere
0: you know yeah geez you know so you have you have to listen that, yeah yeah do you know if you got on site right and um it was like a family member's house and there was a four man in, or four person or woman or whatever <laughs> in the in, <laughs> the in the in the truck yeah <laughs> like would you stop them going into the house then at that stage because like, emotion might get in the way or would you would you still like let them suit up and go in
1: you probably wouldn't be aware yeah unless they said it to you
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: But at that stage, then, you know, what do you do? Yeah, in the you know, If you're, if you're the first response to a house fire and the house, not is going well, and yeah. You've only got maybe three firefighters uh, and the driver then as well. Like, you can know, all yeah. Uh, it, it just depends. It, you might, you, you might not. You might not have the opportunity, like you know. But in reality, the, the attitude of the firefighters when doing is that. This way this is the job we're here to do. Yeah. So I'm going in there to do it like, you, yeah. know, so.
0: you. are the backup kind of thing, yeah.
1: Well it's it's, it's more it's it's the fact that, you know you know, we don't have that many fires now compared to uh, a long while ago. But the fires we do have are, you know, they're much hotter. They're gonna be more complex going forward as well because people are living in, you know, kind of higher rise apartments and all this type of stuff like you know. Right. Really? So when people do get the opportunity to um to go in, fight fires and to save life, you know, this it's more that like you're holding them back rather than trying to direct them you know, yeah so it's like, you know, like, but in that situation we've never come across it yeah um, but you'd, have, you'd have to kind of gauge it if, if you come across it like, you
0: know yeah it'd be a tricky one right
1: yeah it would be like, you know because you wouldn't you wouldn't want someone to but like at the same time if, some, if that's someone's mother in there they're probably going to be forced in there yeah yeah true um, yeah yeah
0: especially like all they're trying, they're trying to just kick in right like yeah it just, does
1: yeah yeah and the pen same again going back to you know, it depends what unit you go to. You know, it depends what station you go to. You can know, on the army, the guards. You know, it depends on what station you went to. The what you go to them as well. Like, you know, yeah. And um, you can be lucky, or unlucky lucky, lucky or um, maybe not a, get as many fires or just depend on the area. You know, so yeah. it's of In around this area here now, um, it'd be much much busier than say you go twenty miles down the road and you're in Donnybrook, Book, It's a different, it's a different, yeah
0: it <laughs> just depends right and the, the day and the night but um, the overall right of like all three services that you've been in now like which is your preferred one like would it be the fire Brigade because that's where you are at the moment or yeah. like if you had to pick now right which, one would, you, which <laughs> one would you which one would you go into like after being in all three would you stay in the fire Brigade or would you go back to the army or back to the guards or where... it's, a hard, it's a hard call because yeah. I was in the army at a certain stage my
1: life was you know yeah. it's, I'm much much older now at this stage you know yeah the, Hit <laughs> 50 so, uh, so at that stage that was right for me back then yeah. because it didn't matter what it, it didn't matter what else I would have done, I always would have had that in, in mind. Right, I'm gonna join the army, I'm gonna join the army, you know. So, yeah, um, and then the guards, it was, then it was probably an issue with me joining the guards was that I we, was we still looking back into the army because I was still. So fond of my time in the army. Yeah. Um and then I was probably just finding my feet when the guards and the, guards okay. the third brigade then, but, you know, so right. um so probably spent a couple of years looking back and okay, Jesus. You know, more autonomy in the guards in relation to as you, as you mentioned earlier on, you're kinda of out on your own and you're yeah, you know, you're kinda of dealing with your own cases and forming your own kind of um prosecutions and stuff like that. You know, yeah. then you would you go into the Fire Brigade and um you're working as a team together and you're more directed, more kind of a, a military hierarchy is also like you know that you're, yeah. you're doing what the officer tells you to do whereas I like, come from the guards it's really you are still doing what the officer tells you to do but you're, yeah. you're creating your own work there you know and you're okay you know you're it's different so at different times in my life where I am now at the moment and um, seeing how the you just go work like this I've got over the last <laughs> yeah. number of years I'm, I'm very happy where I am yeah okay yeah and um, you know I've seen guys that training, what they have made the army their career yeah and they're really really happy like you know i'm done really well i'm gone up to the ranks and um, and you know you, you can only wish the best for them like you know yeah, yeah. but then you see other fellas that or other people that left after a few years whether it was three years five years ten years and made a life for them outside for themselves outside yeah but i think anybody that came from the army will always it's, a, it's a something special it. i think isn't it yeah, you know, yeah. it holds the holds people's Holds people
0: together or such like you know yeah it does yeah and you can kind of it kind of gives you it's been like a bit of an in for me like starting this as well like yeah, you know yeah. oh you're in the area. yeah don't want to come podcast kind of thing <laughs> it is, um, yeah, yeah. so yeah like you kind of you kinda have that in common with like a lot of people like however yeah. many people joined the army like or you, even like, in armies around the world like, like I used
1: to get off of, well not as so much anymore like you know but you used to getting off of when, I when I joined the 4th grade I missed the guards you missed the guards Yeah. So people had a preconception about the guards and what it was like you know um, yeah. but I was never asked do you miss the army no <laughs> no no it's, it's it's a strange one like you know that yeah. people Pe- people know me in the fire brigade as, as maybe an ex-guard yeah and they say oh, I was in the army for three years as well and actually I, probably, in, I did more in the army you know, i those three years than I did in the six seven
0: years in the, in the guards like you know yeah yeah. But, yeah. it's a funny one right but um it's probably because you're, on, you're only in the army for like three years but like you still got a lot done like in the unit that you went into yeah, It's like, yeah, so kind yeah. of look you that way um yeah would you recommend like the army as a career option
1: the word, yeah? um What it say is that we'd well, recommend it when you're young. Yeah. You know, and what I mean young is that you're you're 18, 19 years of age, like you know, because at that stage, if it's not for you, you can move on, and you know the yeah ch- the chance of your whole life on the like, you yeah. Know, yeah isn't going to happen because you're not you don't have kids you don't have which I say like you know you're yeah you can take a bit more risks when you're young in yeah definitely to, yeah. You know get the feelers out there to see what you like um and yeah no definitely definitely i would i would recommend it for right. all the reasons we thought about there you know that kind of bond and um, yeah. the skills you're learning as well the discipline that you're learning as well and yes, self-discipline right. that you learn all these yeah. things you know so we've we went up to family house there last week daughter and my son up there the the day, day, yeah and yeah. we got up there a bit late but Still, they still got to see a few things and we yeah. have been down to the corridor a few times as well like, you know. yeah so they, they would see it as an option
0: yeah, yeah. That, yeah would, like. let them jo- would you let them join yeah
1: yeah we wouldn't push them to join okay we wouldn't push push them to join but i'd definitely guide them and, and if they ask any questions you know i definitely can like you know but it'd, it'd have to be up to them like you know we'd, yeah. we'd, you couldn't push them to join the army yeah, yeah. And I mean,
0: then they're only joining because you, you push them to do it, like, you know, yeah, because then they're not going in for the right reasons then at that stage. Yeah. I think there was a lot of my town he left on, like, the first night. Um, he's, he's like, oh, I want to go home. He's crying. And uh, we're like, why? Oh, like, what's oh, My dad just made me join. And I was like, why would you listen to him? <laughs> what are you doing here? Go. And he was gone then, like, at the end of the day. But, um, yeah, like, if you push someone to to join like the first day when they're in and sworn in like they'll be gone yeah. <laughs> fairly quick right so it's not for everyone
1: if you join if you join the army now is there you can just leave straight away can you or is there a case then that once you're in
0: a second time you have to stay then for a particular period of time or? so when i was in i think it's around like mid 50s right i can't really remember i know it was 54 58 right that started us but um we were whittled all the way down to like 28 um are you yeah, yeah. Um oh, I wouldn't say like it was grand like the train was grand, like the real inspections in the morning, obviously a bit of roaring and shouting or whatever, but it was grand. Um but yeah, that would have been a, a good attritionary and they would have like maybe encouraged some people to leave. Um like and say, Do you want to go on your ticket like is this? not for you, you know, if they are like having a bad day or whatever. As
1: they kind of just into their
0: would. yeah it would have been getting into the head and then other lads then would have went on their ticket um, or left yeah, um, yeah. so yeah you could leave at any stage during training like, but you still have to like buy yourself out I think it was like 50 euro and then once you're once you're out of training then I think it's like 300 euro to buy yourself out and then you can leave then at your 5 year contract or you can sign on again for your 5 to 9 and then at 5 to 9 no- at 9 years then you can sign on for 9 to 12 and then at 12 to 21 then you're kind of in but you can still buy yourself out but depending on the qualifications and the courses that you've done depends on how much it is to get it. well that's yeah. my understanding of it. anyway i could be wrong yeah but, no, yeah that sounds right because i know my
1: brother would have went for the air and now we didn't get it and uh, right. his mates would have went for the air car as an aircraft technician back in, day, like, you know, yeah. back in the early 90s and I know one of the one of them you get before a sign but you get to pay for what minute, you know, yeah, it, because obviously they're
0: trying, trying to, to be an air, air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think if you like you're trying to be like a pilot or like a you get an apprenticeship because you can go in as a, a mechanic or whatever. I think if you get like qualified and then you decide to leave, because I think you'd stay, I think you stay for 12 years if you get an apprenticeship. I'm not sure now, yeah, but exactly. uh, Look, even the
1: cadetships, I think that you know, when you do you go to military college, and if you haven't got a degree already, they send you to college. But once they have paid for your degree, you're a bit more tied in. Yeah, as yeah. As far as I know. Whereas if you had a degree coming in, you're not as tied in and you know, all.
0: Yeah, it's a bit easier. I think the officers that was uh, Like I think, I'm not sure now, but I think they might get a pension. a lot sooner owner, like then, what the enlisted lads would get one. Yeah, they changed it. They used to have like a 14 year pension or something, or nine, I think or
1: something. it was like 12, yeah. Yeah, something like that, yeah. 12 years, yeah, yeah they it could like leave their pension. Years. It's definitely changed, yeah. It's not it the same. New, a- anybody that joins any kind of public service job, and now when they're on this post
0: 2013 pension, yeah, you know you really kind of have to be looking at, you know your, your quality of life after you retire as well, like, you know, because yeah. I don't think the pension that that goes from the army is it. I couldn't tell you to be honest. Yeah. Um, like I did just over ten years, so like, I don't know what kind of pension I'm gonna get if any. Um, so I couldn't tell you. I never, really, never, really, I was never really too concerned about it to be honest. Um, but I know like when I first joined and I was, went to leave then, that first time people were saying, go back, like your pension, it's a good pensionable job, yeah, but yeah. I don't think the pension is what it used to be, and I think that's maybe why the retention crisis there is there as well. Like, yeah, so, no, I don't think really, yeah, so yeah. it
1: yeah. so so. is. I just said there, oh. when I was 18, 17, 18, I think I joined the army, you don't
0: think about your pension, you <laughs> no, think about how much money you was going to get paid, yeah, you just yeah. wanted to go in and do a job. That's it, like it's, um, I think, there's, I remember I read about in college, like, there's like a couple of different mm. ways, like people like, go into the army, right? So one is like, it's like they're, they're dreamers essentially, right? Like they always want to do it since they're kids, like seeing like the trucks and everything on the road. So the army actually start recruiting at a very young age. And then I think there's a lot of disappointment then when you do join, right? And you see, oh, like it's great, like for the first like three or four years. But then after it's just, you know, there's a slog and there's a, there's a ladder and you have to you your torn, and yeah. you know it's when it kind of does a slog and then there's the other one then it's like people are lost you don't really know what to do and they see the army as a you know possible option and then there's the other one then it's like oh, I'm going to end up a criminal <laughs> to well, join oh, the, yeah, join yeah, the yeah, army you know
1: crazy.
0: yeah you a choice you know yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> jail <laughs> at the, the army yeah yeah probably wouldn't be a bad idea for them now to get the numbers <laughs> up <laughs> well, that's the
1: thing as well like, I think it's a good like I'm not talking about conscription like you know but it no, should man. be an option you know that it's that not? There's some sort of military kind of discipline, um, because there's a lot of kids out there that are just lost at the moment. So well. they you now and they're running around in packs and, Yeah. You know, I don't know what the answer is. It's, like, it's, it's a very complex kind of question, socially. know yeah. But I um, don't. I don't really know anybody think that has gone through the army um, and seen as a positive experience that that, that is, has gone down that route. You know, like you know that they, they'll always have some sort of discipline, and you'll see you'll see with people that maybe did boxing as kids or martial arts as well, like you know that this yeah. they have that kind of discipline within themselves, like intrinsically within themselves. Yeah. Um, whereas kids these days are just running around it's not saying all kids, but we know those gangs that are running around at the moment causing havoc at the moment, like you know that, Yeah. you know, it, it could be an option
0: for them. You know? It might be good, like I didn't finish school, right? And I left school I no leaving chairs and like I we went down the academic route right, rather than the promotional route and I tried to get the cadetship didn't have the leave cert right so I held me back but like you know I never would have looked at college if it wasn't for the army or the lads in the army and um, so it's definitely a good option right and but as well like the British army right they have like a boarding skill that you can join when you're sick I think you can sign when you're 16 and instead of recruit training taking six months I think it's extended over like a nine to ten month or 11 month period so I think if they brought in like some kind of like military boarding skill that might be a good option like for like lads that are like leaving school you know you can't go overseas i think don't you can serve like in overseas like, 18 anyway Um so if you got like lads in at 16 17 18 train them up to be disciplined you know they'd probably see the army as a career and because um, there's a lot of school leavers and things like that as well right and uh, you have lads going to i think there's like a youth reach thing right where like if you don't go to school i oh, will pay to go to the youth reach every week kind yeah. of thing so like pay them the same amount of money and send them to the army for six months down to government, town
1: yeah, but you'd, you'd, wonder, um, you'd wonder whether it's th- there's a will to do that. Because I think governments yeah. over the years, like, you know, especially over the, the last 20-odd years, and maybe obviously before that, um, they don't seem to regard the army in, in any sort of way at all. You know, no. we, should be, we should have a defence force that we're proud of. And we are, like, the people that have served with it and that have family that are very, very proud of it. There's yeah. an awful lot of people that just don't know what they do. Yeah, um, And the government, I don't think... Has the will. Now, I don't mean the, the government that comes in and out, whether it's, you know, kind of fin, 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 the gale. I mean the, the Department of Defence, those civil servants that are there, like, you know, that should be managing, you know, lot over a long term. I don't think they're managing the Defence Forces really, really, you know, to any great extent. Or they could be doing it much better, like, you know, because from what I see, it just seems to be going
0: yeah, yeah like, you know. it's it's either gonna go two ways Either they're gonna reinvest in it and they're gonna bring it back up to speed and maybe create like a new unit to get the navy out of the hole that it's <laughs> in or um or just going to expand on the whole thing um yeah like, i don't
1: i don't think they'll do that the, yeah the, but you don't want to have just like an army that all you do is just ceremonial
0: duties for yeah like i remember i've been at a concert before and talking to girls or whatever and saying oh what are you doing I'm in the army well i didn't even know we had an army <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: that's it but the, the other side as well is that uh, we often go say to a house in the fire to get, mm. in a fire to get ambulance and uh the fire engine will come sometimes as well depending on what the, the what they call it is, so it's a cardiac arrest or something like you now or something that requires uh, yeah the, the, the
2: fire engine you
1: really going where's the fire where's the fire to get here? oh it's because you know, whatever the issue is, like, you know. Yeah. Oh, what's the story of that 40 Brigade ambulance? I didn't know you had an ambulance. I thought you were a 40-year. Oh, no, we run the ambulance service within Dublin here, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, so, so people just don't
0: know these things, you know. Yeah. They're all in their own worlds, and they just they've never come across it before, like, you know. Yeah, that's right. Has the Dublin Fire Brigade, right, did they always, like, run the ambulance service before, like, the HSE got involved, or was the HSA, did the HSE always have an ambulance service as yeah, well? Yeah, the, the, the Dublin Fire Brigade has an ambulance, I think it's
1: 125 years now. Oh, okay. So we've actually just brought out a new logo. You'll see on the, the side of the fire or sorry, the side of the uh, fire brigade ambulances, If you're looking that close. Yeah. You know? uh, but you'll see it's uh, celebrating 125 years, and there's like um, a little emblem of uh, an ambulance, but obviously a uh, horse-drawn ambulance as well. Like, you know so Right. But the brigade is the it's the oldest ambulance service within the country. Oh yeah. Yeah. So just over the years. Um, just with the way things have gone with health boards and all the rest of it, you can that. we've kind of
0: we have come on to it. It's a great skill to have. It's a great service to have for the people done Dublin as well. You know? Yeah. Do you think they'll ever take the ambulance service away from the firefighters? Because the HS, they've opened a new depot, haven't they? Down on the canal. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: but they have retention retention problems then as well. Like you know, yeah. I, I can't see it happening anytime soon. There is political pressure to get rid of the ambulance service ever Dublin, right? Because it takes that cost from Dublin city council then as well like you know okay um but yeah but the the last re- la- latest recommendations uh we should be getting more answers because the way the calls that we're going to you know yeah. the, the animals are just run ragged these days like, you know uh, yeah and just so many calls and they're so busy in the hospitals they're so busy as well and um, that they're just they're out out the door we have actually do with probably four answers yeah. at least on the road oh really yeah yeah
0: Jeez, it's mad um like if if someone wanted to um to join the fire brigade right like how would they best prepare to go in Um, like there's a couple of different steps right there's like psychometric testing as well right and then there's interviews and
1: there's there's an online actual test um, and then you do another actual test afterwards and as far as as I remember because this caught a few people out the actual test the in-person actual test you do if it's totally out of sync with the online actual test that barriers you from the recruitment process altogether, together like you now oh. so i don't know whether the environment is that or the presumption is that um somebody was helping you know, on the online yeah 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 know? someone answering the yeah, questions so for you it, yeah. kind of within the same if you've passed the online uh, actual test as far as as far as I you know the in-person aptios then has to be within a certain parameter like you know and if it's outside that parameter right. and even though you pass it you know your embarrassment your like you know and okay, yeah. um, but it's an interview process it's just learning the job and right. um, like we've we have loads of ex-defence forces. Ex-defence forces, yeah. Ex-guards.
0: Would they actively look into, like, the defence forces and the guards for candidates, like, to go into the 5th brigade, or no, is no, it just... just it's no, a it's they, a pool, right? They just,
1: they just advertise because yeah. um, they always get more applicants than they actually need. Yeah, um, it's... depending, obviously, on what's going on economically. Like, you know, that, say, you know, we've probably nearly 100% employment at the moment. Like, you know, yeah. you're not going to get as many because, obviously, people can get, you know, kind of can stay in the jobs they're in yeah or whatever they like, you can know or they might be as inclined to go into a public service job. Um but even at that you'd probably still get four or five thousand applicants for 150 jobs like you know so yeah yeah like it's 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 a it's a big process so you'd all, you'd always see it around the time that there's a, an advertisement recruitment campaign going on all of a sudden you're getting people coming in around the stations because you want to learn the job and we're very open to that yeah it's getting applicants coming in and we show them around the station and you know the idea would be is that you prepare yourself as best you can by knowing as much about the fire brigade as you can, make like, you know, right? What the, what the job is you do, and um, but also where the stations are located, what's in the stations. So and not every fire station will have the exact same thing in it. Yeah, and um, you might have one station has uh, one fire engine and an ambulance, another one will have two fire engines and ambulance, an emergency tender, another fire engine, another fire station will have turntable ladders, or hazmat units, or decontamination units. or water water tankers you know so yeah. to know all that type of stuff going into your interview um, is really important but it's obviously it's still a competency-based interview yeah so the competencies that you're going to talk about are stuff that you've done in your own life okay and um, and if you can even you tie your competencies around that star you know the, yeah. that yeah method like you know that yeah. um situation, situation task, task action, result. action result, like, you yeah. so, um you know you, you'll, you'll really well it like, you know so okay um, a lot of people would have done mock interviews going for, for the same as you would for any other job. And you'd probably yeah. recommend that yourself now for recruits, re, for recruitment, and yeah, yeah. That of stuff We'd like prep
0: people know. like before they go in for interview. yeah. yeah. So it's always the same I mean. type of thing, like you
1: know. Like we've so we've noticed over the last couple of years now is that you're like, getting officers, defence forces officers now Not coming into the fire brigade, which is totally unheard of, yeah. Just like that's the resigning the commission to to join the fire brigade yeah I was talking to, talking to them like, it's, well I was a captain you know in the, in the defence forces I yeah. had so many portfolios I was sitting behind a desk I this wasn't the job that I, thought I was going to be I'm not, I'm not out in the ground with the lads I, I don't need really have me over two and after seven years whatever like you know yeah um, it's was just, I think the, the, one of the guys out there in the crew training at the moment is is was a captain in the army oh yeah cheers. you know so Come on in. so you have them. Yeah, yeah, that beginner's mindset they're starting off again. Like, well, that's
0: it, like, you're not afraid to start from scratch, like being in the army. Because like, even when you're in the army, right, you go into a new job like you're a beginner, right? Like, yeah. whether it's a new weapon system or a new vehicle that you're driving, like you're a beginner, and you have to just start adapt, again. Yeah, yeah. adapt that position. Yeah, yeah which you know, it's really good. good. And the life of that,
1: obviously, um, sticks with you through life. Like, yeah. you're, you're saying that you've gone down the college, route and academic route. I have as well, yeah, you know. So, I I'm really, really grateful to for again, to City Council, like that he funded for my management degree and I'm doing a Masters at the moment yeah. as well, like, you know, but um, it's just that thing, I'm just looking for new things to learn. Yeah, well, people, that's it, like, it's know? just so, like, constantly to, evolving, I think, yeah. I think if you have that kind of beginner's mindset and you're curious about things as well, yeah. you'll get on well wherever you go, like, you know.
0: Yeah, because, yeah. I, like, I know, like, in, in my house, right, growing up, right, like, the, the mindset would have been different, like, ah, oh, well, this is my life now, you know, whereas, like, yeah. In the army, route, I found like that kind of changed my mindset It's like, no, oh, we can go do that course. Or, like, yeah. want pod- I want to start a podcast. I'm going to start a podcast. no? I've got like a recruiting companies. So I never would have probably had that like business acumen like if I hadn't been for the army. Is so, that like saying
1: yeah, it gives you confidence?
0: Just learn as you go kind of thing, you yeah, know, kind of, kind of yeah. wing it. you do you do
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, sort of it's grand, you know. Yeah. Um, it's um, you've also also started being given a, a structure and how to do things as well, as like, you know, Very true. Um, yeah. and, you can say right, I don't know whether you think about it this way, like you know that you know that to get to to say to start that company, the certain steps that so you have to get through first. Yeah. Whether it's getting onto CRO and registering your company, whether it's opening the bank account, whether it's you know getting your team around you, whether it's just even um, you know kind of seeing what the market is out there, like you know. Yeah. But you know the point you want to get to, but you know you have to get those steps done first of all, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's very kind of military base as well. I think that that. Right. we have a mission or an objective. Yeah, it,
0: it's this the objective. Now we have to figure out everything else. How do we
1: figure it out? Yeah. Okay, how do we use our resources best? The yeah. resources that, not that we hope we have, but the resources that we have around us. Yeah. Oh, no, that GPMG is, is out of action because, or that point five is out of action, or, oh, no, he's after going down with a sprained, sprained ankle, going down into a ditch, like, you know, getting to a covering position, you know, yeah. so now we have to readjust again. And it's yeah. the same business as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's not a linear kind of approach to that place yeah. you want to get to, but then same again, it's a, probably like the army as well, uh, once you get to that objective, you yeah. don't over the hill, on that not <laughs> There you go, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. that i yeah. have to take any hills in two calves, but you have that mindset that yeah. it's it's an ongoing process, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it definitely is. You're, comp- you're constantly looking at it. Like,
0: you know? Yeah. I think, uh, I remember seeing, uh, I think it was like a TED talk or whatever, Um, I think it's like you have to be stubborn on your vision, but flexible on your tactics. Yeah. That was, um, so. who was
1: that? Was was that, um, I can't remember. was that
0: Jeff Bezos maybe, I think, that, you know? I don't know, I can't, I can't pick, I'm catching yeah. on the spot here, and making up science. No, um, no, no <laughs> yeah. you're right. Um, um, because, but that's what it is, it's basically, like know where you want to get to and just, you know, find a way to get there kind of thing. Yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah, and it's that kind of Steve Jobs thing of, you only join the dots looking backwards.
0: Yeah. You know, you're, you have to make your own path, like, you know, and then when you get to the place where you're going to get
1: to, you look back, it goes, "Yeah, you know, that happened because of that, it happened to, you know, so... I'm sitting here with you today in a pod, podcast talking about the army that I left 26 <laughs> years ago. Okay. But, um, looking back the certain things that got me to that like, yeah, you know, yeah. um, and even whether it's me opening up a LinkedIn account and then you saw it and it goes, oh, maybe it'd be interesting to have a look. You know, maybe I am, maybe I'm not, I don't yeah. know. Like, you know. Well, I
0: think everyone that um, that went on to that 1040, <laughs> I think I've hit them up. I was uh, like, yeah. Yeah. well, most, some people like that would have been like ex-army, yeah, um, would have been like are you coming on the podcast like a lot of lads have said yet yeah, now like some people have said no but i, I kind of think like if i was asked to come on like i don't know what i would say like i'd probably like oh, i need to think about it or listen to yeah that's to what say. i did so when you yeah. when you um when you got in touch with me then i listened i probably listened to all the right all of the um the episodes you did like you know and um, just like watching
1: your car or whatever well <laughs> <laughs> no, really really interesting though you know and yeah. i thought it was because like, the, the last the last podcast had done. Oh, well, you can volunteer as part of a, a group called sea change okay yeah so Sea change are um the the national partnership for reducing mental health stigma in ireland okay yeah. excuse me so i don't know every year they do this kind of green ribbon campaign and it's all about um open the conversation on mental health yeah so i knew specifically what that podcast was going to be when i when i did that podcast because it was about saying my mental health journey like you know we've yeah. been tied in to say the army and the the, the, the guards before we get things we're going to see and PTSD and all that. yeah, you now we're not talking yeah. about so we're not talking about here today. No, no, haven't haven't touched on it at all. Like but um, that experience with doing
0: that podcast is really really interesting. It opened up things for me, like you know yeah, yeah. um, but yeah, but doing doing this, so you know, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's good it's, to kind it's, of, it's interesting. It's though. good to kind of look back, but uh, yeah, like PTSD is a, it's, a, it's a real issue as well. Like I know some lads that would have been overseas yeah, or whatever, like had issues yeah uh, but like it is what it is right there are like serious issues and uh, they need yeah. to be addressed and i think if you talk about them right and talk about them openly i think you know someone can just help there right if you need it yeah there
1: is like, yeah but where, where do you find the help yeah
0: well that's it like not everyone knows where to look um yeah, like no, I, don't, I don't know whether um i don't know
1: whether, i don't know how, what the army the army have in relation to, <laughs> to dealing with people that, that maybe have Mental health issues or PTSD, or it could be something else, it could be something that they bringing
0: into work from outside of work, you know. Yeah. Family like, you know, do you have, is there a support system, like an EAP system there, or? Yeah, so there's, there's, I don't know if it's an EAP system, but I know when we came back from overseas, we were given like a questionnaire or whatever, filling in your questionnaire, and then everyone then got, I think everyone got scheduled then to go see the, the army psychologist. Right. And yeah, he spent an hour chatting away and she asked questions, challenging or whatever, and it's like, yeah, good luck, you know kind of thing. Um, was but that, was it,
1: did you feel like it was like again just taking the box here to flex? Like, so it's them,
0: um, um, if, if something came up, do you think that? I don't know. Like, it's a pretty. I haven't really spoke about, it, but it it was a it's a busy trip. Um, there would have been like stuff that happened over there, so I think they had to like just make sure everyone was yeah. okay. Um, kind of thing. So I think it was a bit of taking the box, but also maybe like that if there was something someone wanted to talk about that the army psychologist was. There and it was kind of like the initial conversation was the conversation was initiated right um as opposed to it you just being left so if there was issues she probably would have picked up one or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. But, uh, there's no yeah it's, say this. yeah it's it's very hard to say we would have got um there would have been also a crew that came over before we went we went home and um, for like three or four days and to talk about like readjusting back to home life and that like your family have like the routine already that you haven't been there or been around, so you can't go back to being the boss of the house or run the house. Like you have mm-hmm. to settle into their way of life, and you can't be going in changing the place back to the way it was. And um, so they, yeah, they came over. Um, they were they were there. We got I think it was like a two or three hour uh, brief kind of thing, you know, it's more bit of coffee. People, people, yeah
1: been given years ago
0: like you know yeah yeah so that was there um, yeah so there was yeah there was a little bit there um, yeah it was grant I was happy enough it. Like, it was yeah. and then you got your talk then before you went down as well like um, the, 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 the I forget what he's called the BPSSO or something the brigade oh, yeah, yeah. the brigade support officer um, yeah, yeah. it was a sergeant uh, Kieran Allen's his name but he does a lot around uh, like mental health or whatever like, and I think he gives like, a good example of like you know he tells someone to fuck off yeah. but like you could say it to like three different personality types and one person might say like you might be going in saying oh, I can have a half day and the CS will say fuck off and you know you'll go on your half day the next fella might like hover around saying oh yeah I really need to go and won't go won't do anything about it and the other person will just say oh, fuck you and start arguing back at you you know kind yeah, of thing yeah. um, so we like talked about like different personality types and all like so yeah there was a l- it's getting better I think or it was getting better I don't know if it's gone do the way or whatever but yeah I think it was okay like for a trip yeah, yeah. I don't know like I like, you know, you know in the Virbiga we have this is called SISM okay yeah. I think you have it in the army as well a
1: SISM critical, critical instance stress management okay I you know SISM is this kind of a sports thing around
0: SISM SISM, SISM is the army olympics the right army olympics yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah I think I haven't I haven't met him from that actually Tug of war with <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know. uh, just up in, up, up in Alps, you know, David, for the airport. Yeah, you know. yeah. But, uh, no, so we've critical good incident stress management. Okay. And one of the, the, the guy that actually trained, um, trained the SISM, peer supporters and such, I'll show you how it works now. second, was my old, another connection from the army, yeah. was my old CEO from Oli Oli Barber. Okay. Uh, was his name? Like, you know, so I think he went in, would have been kind of a, kind of, maybe, support something you know like in relation to what he was doing yeah. later on in his career but when i was there in two half he was the ceo there to learn, you know. right so a number of years later then um i applied for the course SISM and uh, Pierce Porter within the fire brigade and uh got it yeah and it was 12 or 13 of us on it back in 2013 and he was the trainer he was gone like, oh, so you know so it's okay. please i haven't seen it. the only few years you know yeah so he's doing he was doing that outside as a you know he's trained up, and I think he's done his PhD and all this type of stuff. So he's trained up there, like you know, be kind of. Uh, I think that's what he's still doing now at the moment. Yeah. But the idea behind critical instant stress management is that we've obviously got an awful lot of traumatic yeah. incidents, um, and it's how we deal with that. So diffusing crews afterwards, debriefing crews afterwards, like you know, um, right. there's a whole system around that, like you know, it's really worked really, really well. Like.
0: Yeah, geez. that's good. And would some of you went to a serious incident, right? Is that is there like debriefs like after every incident then kind of thing or is it like at the end of the week when you're kind of wrapping up for the weekend or no it's be it more
1: kind of more after specific incidents okay because yeah because you can imagine that um if you left after a week yeah you know the
0: thoughts kind of kicked in one few,
1: uh, which one are you dealing with then that stage like, you know yeah yeah now you might leave it for a week because um but you're still dealing with that one incident before you get everybody back together again or you, yeah. might, you might give them a the few days actually you know, kind of let them kind of work through it themselves for so like, you can yeah. get everybody back in. But the way the way the fire brigade works is that you could have different people from different stations at the one instant Yeah. So it's a bit of a logistics type of thing, getting people together in the one room. Or you could have someone that's say in the control room that in in car Street that was involved in the incident as well. But the first the first season incident that I was involved in as not as a peer supporter, but as someone who was on the crew, was a mortar in And he, the guy getting murdered, was was, uh, ringing in the call. Oh, jeez. So the guy in the control room could hear the whole thing going on. He was getting stabbed at the time by uh, by his partner. And by the time we got there, he was dead, obviously. um, But she let us in and she was there and there was obviously mental health issues and all the rest of the canal you know, but the scene was there and quite gory, and all the rest of yeah. it you know but i remember afterwards then as well you know that we brought the, the, the control room operator was brought up to the top where it was working time um, and he was involved in the debriefing as well okay so we thought it was really really good yeah because he was the person that was was dealing with the guy over the phone probably the last person that
0: speak to spoke it, yeah. to him yeah, you know, yeah. Sort of lady, jesus you know.
1: so as well as what's being seen at the scene you know does it just kind of a wider kind of um kind of maybe kind of uh circle around the economic to make sure we get everybody in that yeah maybe affected by it then at that stage okay of
0: so you're looping everybody in. it's not just the actual operators down on the ground yeah, yeah,
1: you might actually touch back with the crew then six weeks later as well like, you know because um in, yeah. in the some people might not want to talk about it yeah or maybe have not processed it themselves yet yeah. to, okay to, to any sort of certain extent a lot of people are just going kind to of, you know it's not going to bother them at all you know? yeah yeah
0: just you know, so. stick it in the back locker and stick that's it stick in yeah in the
1: back locker it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Back locker. Yeah. <laughs> it just fills up
0: eh? yeah it builds up yeah yeah um, can, and in the 4th Brigade right so like obviously you have like your the guys that are like trained like for the initial kind of let's say mental health first responders right Um, would the 4th Brigade have like counsellors then like the, army, the way the army has like a, they have like doctors paramedics everything right does the Fire Brigade have that then as well, or are you just into the HSE kind of network then at that stage?
1: No, it's more into DCC. So, Fire Brigade would be, say, an apartment such, or yeah. um, a section of such of Dublin City Council as a whole. Yeah. So our employers would be Dublin City Council. So, okay. after sism, um, after the peer support, if it's signed posted that uh, they need to go somewhere else, it'll go up to the, the counsellors in, in DCC. Okay. But th- we have uh, like a mental health practitioner, within Dunfergate as well. Right. That is he's kind of the overseer of such as of the season team. Yeah. So that would have been someone that um uh, that went off and got qualified themselves, you know. So the guy there, up Brady, he's passed away the last four years now at this stage, so you know who right. it was the kind of guru guru who was such a, you know that yeah. he was the guy that, that ran and promoted the whole system system you know, but Right. Uh, he, was a, I think he was a psychotherapist, he was definitely a counsellor, um, oh, yeah. and he had huge qualifications and he was hugely thought of um, yeah. throughout, it, you know, we dealt with the army an awful lot, he dealt with the guards, the 4th Brigade, um, but he was our go-to guy, so if, for argument's sake, I was at home and we got a phone call, and so what we had was, at the time, we had three phones, three on-call phones. Yeah. So you'd swap them around between the teams, yeah. between the team members. So I'd be at home, i have a sizzle phone with me, and I'd get a phone call from someone who was going through some sort of mental health crisis yeah. or something that's going on. If I oh, can't deal with it myself at that stage, to would get their details, and i get on to Adrian, as it was at the time, and he'd deal with it because he is the mental health practic- practitioner. Yeah. You know, But at least there, as a peer supporter, you can talk them through it, explain to them exactly... Uh, what's going on? Exactly what you're going to do, and um, and then the, the other guy is going to bring you back then as well. Like, you know, we deal with it like, like that. Like you know, yeah. but I remember sitting at home and um, getting some horrific calls of, of people that are going through certain things. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm sitting there through the study for an exam or something. You know, yeah, and you, and you take the call, you know, and then all of a sudden you're you're, you're dealing with that. Like, and that's what you're there for. Yeah, so like, and you're you know, in the mode. yeah. Yeah, like, you know, so it's it's um yeah, it's interesting stuff, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you already talking about it, but suicide, right, is it'd be high among firefighters. Right? I think it's like four guy, the four brigade dentists, I don't know if I'm right now, and then uh, soldiers, right? They're like the three most common people to yeah. commit suicide, right? Yeah. Um so it's good like that the mental health kind of procedures are in place there, right? Yeah. Could they be better or could they be improved or are they okay? Um it's 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 hard to know. I I had a friend that we trained with
1: at with that took my yeah. life and about 18 months later, one of the guys who trained in we took us on life. Yeah. Um, uh, I had a few issues around my own mental health as well, and I got, got to that stage as well. Yeah. Um, so, you we know, and that's where my kind of interest is in relation to preventing uh, anybody ever getting to that stage in life that, yeah. that I got to. Like, you know, and yeah. I'm here to talk about it, but you um, see the devastation that leaves behind. Um, but it's very hard, unless you're in that mental state, for people to understand exactly why somebody would do that yeah uh, and there's many many different reasons for it like you know because every you know everybody's own personal story is totally different now we've been into loads of suicides and um, whether it's an attempt or whether it's someone who has actually taken their own life yeah um, and at saying scene, as a guard or, or, or as a fireman or, or as an officer now like, you know and and um, you know it's, it's, it's not nice like what what could we do to be done to be better is more to be yeah. aware of it yeah, yeah. As I said, like you know, we do a bit of work with sea change, reducing that stigma around it. Yeah. You know, definitely, looking yeah. out for each other as well. Like, you know, that if you notice know something in someone that um that isn't not that's not right, but it's different to how they normally are. Yeah. And you'll only know notice these differences if you're kind of emotionally aware or you know the person. Yeah. So how do you know the person? You get to know the person by working with them, by talking to the person, like, you know, yeah. Uh, by raising not even raising the issue of mental health, but just getting them involved in
0: certain things as well, like, you know, Yeah. But even at that, you know, are you gonna reduce it down to, to zero? It's, it's, hard, it's hard to say, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell you, like I'm not I'm not up on it, but I know like when I was in like a few lads, uh, the financial aspect of the army um can affect like the family life and uh, can put like a lot of pressure on like the individual. So yeah, ugh, ha- like I've seen it happen or he- and at least heard of it happen you know, it's, it's unfortunate, right, that it gets to that stage. But I think it, if um, if everyone talks about it a bit more, right, it kind of eases the burden on people then, is that, right? And, you know, there's help out there. You just have to go, sometimes you just have to go look for it, you know?
1: Yeah, it's hard sometimes to do that because when you're in that dark place, you know, it's everything's closed in on top of you. It's, it's, it's hard to make that effort because yeah. physically you don't even feel, you know, kind of able to do it yeah mentally you definitely don't feel able to do it as well like you know and, yeah uh, it's, a, it's a real kind of drag on your on your on your energies altogether like you know but there's definitely there's a um there's a, a crowd to do or a charity i do or have done a bit of uh, work for suicide or survive okay. think really really good and um, piano house and all there's, there's a lot of different, here, you know? but what i'd like to say is something that's specific to um the emergency services now over over in england there's a guy called Gary Hayes. He was a British transport police officer in London. Okay. And he was one of the first responders to the 7-7 attacks. Oh, jeez. Like and he speaks really well, you know, like I got to know him a bit, a small bit. But he and a few others have set, set up an organisation called PTSD-999 um, and it's specifically for responders, you know, so anybody with a, with a police, for a military background, like, you know, like yeah. they specifically give talks to them because, you know, there are... Certain aspects that you know around suicide or mental health, like you know, that are specific to the jobs that we do, the yeah. things that we see, the things that we carry with ourselves, and then you're putting that on top of your own kind of personal issues. You mentioned finances, you know, you yeah, you know, you go overseas, you you know, you have your business trip that, that that you had there, you're dealing with certain things, but on top of that, you're you know, <laughs> you know your Mrs Rings, you're like you know from. Or you get on the phone call oh like, you know the washing machine is broken like, you know yeah. kids are crying and all this type of stuff like you know and you're going to trying to process whatever you just came back from on your patrol or yeah. you dealt with in whatever village it was in or whatever like you know yeah that's the same before you begin the guards and like, you know that you can you can be dealing with things um, go to suicide go to death dealing with families and um, maybe dealing with say an injured colleague dealing with a lot of trauma that you see yeah. or even dealing with, especially with the guards a lot of aggression like the, the, the the pressure there these days with video phones in their, in their face all the time like you know it's I don't know how you do it yeah. but then you go home and you have your own life outside like you know, yeah, life, like, yeah. you know? so it does build you yeah. know it does, it does chip away so could we do things better yeah but I think the same as the O&E this stuff always comes up from the ground doesn't
0: it yeah yeah well that's it like um, we were at um, I was at an event there Well, back that the o e done you now I don't know if they have done too much on it but like they're on about like the the the, vet, the profile of a veteran is getting younger, right? And this is kind of what this podcast is going to be. It, it, well, the initial season was just like, guys that are in, that are looking to leave, that are under that financial pressure or whatever, or that want to upskill and leave, but don't know how to exit. Well, they've seen everyone else's stories now that has exited. So there's, there's life outside the army as well, right? But there's also a life in the army for someone that is a bit lost and doesn't know what they want to do, they can go in. Um, but yeah, it just just depends right
1: um yeah there was a guy who was as i said I was up in friendly hills house and got talked to the, the only guys at the stand and i said gee that'd be interesting to get involved in this like you know so yeah i got chatting i'm like and oh, i look i was only here for a couple of years like, oh, sure. it doesn't make a difference yeah you well, know you're still so it's you know you don't know the person but you still have that connection there like you know like they're saying you oh, know come in come in with us like you know we'll look after you so, you know we'll yeah. sign the form and pay your subs and you know if you want to get out for a cup of tea in your local branch you know we go for a cup of tea at least then you have somewhere, somewhere to go. go. To, yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Sorry, that's I went off the point there. Right. So <laughs> they had the they had the event right, and they are saying like the veteran profile it's getting younger, so they need to start looking at that more and like helping guys to integrate into the jobs, into jobs a bit more. Like so, they only probably need to do a little bit more to kind of raise the profile. Which I think they're doing okay. Like they have, like they're doing a lot around like homelessness now as well. Yeah, the sleeping, um, bikes, yeah. The flea- yeah. The sleeping, sleeping flags. Sleeping that's flags. What, yeah, 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 that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I've had the sleeves last year
1: and this year, so <laughs> I'm
0: remember. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Look, it's a definitely it's it's definitely a good organisation. I think they're recruiting as well for a deputy CEO as well. Yeah, yeah. So if anyone's interested. <laughs> You. Get, uh, not a chance, too they're open a few other houses around, as well. yeah. Well, that's it. Like, they've
1: got ones in uh, I think they have Dublin, Loud, and Cork. I think I don't
0: yeah. know if they have someone in Galway as well. I'm not sure, sure. No, but they were saying that they had they have a building in a tie, okay. Yeah, uh, I think they've they've they the funding for it. they definitely have the building now,
1: yeah, they get the funding for it. But I think that's going ahead fairly soon as well. So, that's good, that's good as well. Like, you can know, also, yeah. Um, yeah, no. It's, it, but same again. It's from the ground we'll It's from take. the you know, we, can't, we can't wait for. We can't wait for. Say, you know, the upper echelons of the army, the defence forces, or the yeah. government to start. Right. kind of say hey, but hang a we're aware of your mental health issues or your homelessness issues uh, from veterans or from people that have been in the, in the defence forces or other emergency services before. Oh yeah, we're going to do this. Um, to be
0: shite, like. yeah it, take, it takes a while for them
1: it's
0: not, I don't know if they I think there's like the agenda right there's so much on it and everyone wants to get to the top of the agenda but I think like the let's say veterans they're in like a unique position right we, they know how to get things done so like you know let's just get yeah, get it done kind it of going. thing yeah yeah um, so what, I, what I'd like
1: to say is and I'd love, I'd love to be involved and in, 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 in maybe you're start least, as I said from the ground up why not start from here like you know yeah yeah um, that we had say an organization based off what Gary's doing over and, over in England like, you know PTSD 99 like you know that but you have to set up correctly as a charity and all that kind of yeah. um, due diligence and all the sort of stuff that you have to do right like, you know. but to have say counselors in place uh, psychologists in place or psychiatrists or psychotherapists or whatever whatever you need like you know that yeah whatever the, the, the model is but specifically for people that um are going to say come from the veteran community you know people that are dealing with homelessness but they were in the army beforehand people that are dealing with trauma because of stuff they dealt with in the guards and the army or even uh, the national Army service you know these but specific to that because i think there is there is definitely a difference
0: you know yeah yeah definitely get it going you no, yeah. look <laughs> like they're very mad yeah? um yeah, yeah. but you definitely you probably there's definitely like funding funding avenues you, you could go down like to get that going like no, 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 no. Have a look into it, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. But does uh, I know like does even for like employers, right? Um, EAP program for like people that don't know what it is. It's a it's an employee it's an employee or an, yeah an employee assistance program, right? So if you had like because you see it like a lot of time in like job benefits and people actually like EAP. What's that? It's where you have access to I think six up to six or six or more uh, free counseling sessions with a professional to discuss. Any kind of issue that you're having in your life that you want to discuss. And then um, it's.
1: What happens after that?
0: After I don't know. I um, actually have one as well, right? Um, for our people that are on my team, um, we have a relationship with a, a, their counseling company and we pay them whatever, an admin fee. And that's, you know, empl- employees that are in the team, if they wanted to go speak to someone, they've got like up to six free counseling sessions that the, the company will cover um but now they wouldn't like issue like medication or anything like that's a different oh, sorry yeah. it's just a talk uh and it's confidential like, so i wouldn't really know if someone went and spoke or whatever like they'd have to follow the next steps from the counselor um so i don't really know what happens after you speak to them to be honest i think that yeah, yeah. that's up to them kind of thing um so just it is what it is really um yeah, no, but it's it's be- people story, are becoming yeah. yeah people are becoming more like mental health conscious mm. so it's the f- it's a step in the right direction having that in place and a lot of places will have it in place uh, especially for drivers actually as well like, no, like truck drivers oh, right. that would be a lot on like on a lot of their like uh, benefits so that's package
1: stress, yeah that's a lot of stress you know i usually drive well he's, he's driving on the pressure kind the same points or something. yeah you know and uh, i think i think the CISM model um, might come from aviation i think okay ATC yeah Some just rang a bell and you said drivers there like you know that in those pilots, fresher, yeah, pressure uh, kind of jobs where decisions have to be made, like an you know, other, that are quite
0: important, yeah. Um, but you know. it's not even that, like even like outside of work, right? Like, might be affecting your ability to do your job, yeah, yeah. And if you are operating a 15 ton lorry yeah. or whatever, or flying an airplane, yeah, you need to have someone at the other end of the phone, right? Um. so, yeah, like maybe that PTSD 999 way.
1: Yeah, maybe so. We did a mental health first aid course there recently. You know, it's only two, not that it's only it's a two day thing. We can also you, know, so you yeah. see that a bit now as well, where they have say you have your first aiders and fire wardens and all sorts of stuff that they'll have mental health first aiders in large organisations as well. Like you know, yeah. Now I don't know how comfortable people would be talking to a colleague about something you know kind that's you know probably private or you know the really getting them down. Like you know, but yeah. But I think for the mental health first aiders, more that that they see those signs in the other person they can all maybe they can recognise that and sometimes it's not even open conversation about mental health you, know, you, just, you, know, you might
0: just know that we're all having our lunch up here and you know Johnny is down there where normally he's up here you know, come on, yeah, come here. we'll have a could we'll be talking to him about football or whatever you know yeah well that's it like in, in the army right like if you're sitting in the canteen or whatever the dining hall like people will just sit beside you and just have a chat yeah. whereas in the civilian world that doesn't really happen right so what I found is like when I worked outside, right? Like people would be going for lunch on their own, have lunch on their own, and then might get wrapped up in their own company, and they don't have that release or just like the chat about just yeah. general chit chat, like that's outside of work. Like so, that can affect people as well. Do you
1: find in the army? How
0: long have you got in the army? Oh God, five years now. Five
1: years. Yes. Yeah. So even then, like, would you have found that people
0: are more on their phones? Yeah. When you started. I found that I found the, my transition wasn't. I wasn't smooth right, so like obviously I left and went back and then left again, and uh, it was probably like a bit a bit lost when I left, you know, like because you're used to being with your mates every day and like you're you know if you have a problem like someone will help you and it won't be an issue if you're in the army like you walk into any office in in, in an office block in the army and say yeah. oh here how do I fill in this form ah oh, come here you need you. I'll yeah. fill it I'll help you out whereas like in the civilian world they'd be very reluctant to like answer your questions or he- they'd probably show you like or talk to you but they wouldn't like help you and bring you along like the way the army would so the transition was, was very different to get used to especially going into the army at like 17 and then coming out then at like 27 and like no one really hel- it, like it's not that no one helps each other people do help each other but it, it's not the same and they're not as open to answering your questions again because it's that fear of being passed out it's a bit more competitive um, in the corporate world than it is in the yeah, army right, right? like it's in correct. the army like yeah it's yeah right. it's no, like it's, it's like
1: because I've seen the first before from when I started now to in and around the station now, people are all, and we are, we're all in our the phones, yeah. You know, whereas beforehand, we were doing a bit more banter around the station, you know. Yeah. Um, is the army like that as well, is it? that, that So are people kind of include no. themselves more because they're looking at their screen, or is it the same kind of bit of banter and to get them to stare as it was when you joined?
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> When noise there anyway, like, you'd be in the mess or in the one hall whatever, you'd sit around and chat to people or, like, it, it, if you're on your phone, someone might take out your hand and hide it on you, you know, kind yeah, of thing, yeah, a yeah. mess. Uh, you're not getting it back. <laughs> no, 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 um, no, I found, like, there might be, like, there might you might there might be, like, 15 lads sitting around the table all having, like, three or four different conversations. There might be one lad on the phone, but would be dipping in and out of conversation. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, no. no. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't really speak on it because I'm out for five years, right? Things change, right?
1: Yeah, like, you know, and, and we're seeing more change. You, I presume you're seeing it also in the private industry now as well. Change it ha- is happening much, much quicker now, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you look at someone, that say you joined the army in 1980 and then you left in 1995, like, you know, there probably wasn't too much of a change there, like, you know? No. You know, like, whereas if you, if you say somebody joined the army in thousand and nothing thousand fifteen it's a vast change like, you now Yeah, like, it's uh, massive it's massive like, you know what I mean? It's, it's only getting quicker now as well like, you know? yeah.
0: so I, I, don't know, I, I don't know it could not be don't know which way it's going to go. Like. Yeah see so you have the group chat as well, right? So you don't need like you could be around for like ten people but you could be in a group chat with another ten people kind of thing <laughs> and you're not know, really interested you don't really like the ten people that you're sitting beside but you know you like the ten people you're in the group chat with so you're yeah, on the f those the those ten people that you're sitting beside could be the
1: ten people that you know you're overseas and you went and did that thing that you're you and uh, that's affecting you now like you know yeah. because and um, you have your group chat and you don't be like them you know you're going to kind of seclude yourself a small bit away like yeah
0: it shuts off the the deeper conversation or the the deeper relationship with yeah. being on the phone it's more just of a casualish or the house thing so I, yeah. where were you at the weekend kind of thing it's yeah. not um yeah, it's exactly. not oh i remember we were doing this and Jeremy, he was shouting as we were crawling in the ditch and <laughs> kicking us in the ass and no, yeah. like different things, I guess. What
1: about even the social side of the army? Did you Did you notice know change? Like, yeah, it was a huge thing. thing for 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 us, like you know
0: we kind of lived lived in the barracks. Yeah. You, know, you went down to a wrap day. Yeah, you know, yeah. You went down to the night elves and other stuff. What you did as a group together, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like it, I found like in the corporate world, the no, no, the army was different, right? And I tried to get rid of that drink culture, right? Um, but when I was in the army, there wasn't really a drink culture, like and people wouldn't be drinking points on their lunch kind of thing. Whereas in the civilian world, um, like the company would put the card behind the bar, it'd be an open bar kind of thing, and then you know you might have like one or two, we might have a sneaky point at lunch on a Friday. Whereas there was a bit more of a drink culture outside the army than there was actually in the army. Uh, like and I remember like even being in the Glen or whatever, like and it'd be like a two can rule kind of thing, like um, you only allowed to have two cans and. That's what the barman was told. You can only serve everybody two cans, and after that you're back to bed. Whereas like outside, like um, yeah, you could be on a serious bend there. Like you say, that with
1: cans, we we were thinking the Kilworth in Cork for. Trying <laughs> all the rare train. Not members, we're well, not all the members. remember, like, you know, but it was uh, cans of boomers and Mars bars. Yeah. <laughs> you were lashing the Mars bars, in, and then just drinking whatever cans of boomers you had.
0: Yeah, uh, Kilworth. What was it? It's a it was boomers. Bombers are Heineken and then um, Point of Guinness yeah. and Mars bars and Cans mm-hmm. of Coke. Yeah.
1: And then even in the they then, like, you know, in, in Caldwell, it was you were, uh, I think paid on the Wednesday, I think it was, like, you know, but your money had run out maybe on the on the Monday, so you are like, getting £20 from the the guy behind the bar, he'd be punching into the slate,
0: like no, you know, yeah. then the, you have to give him back his 20 pounds, <laughs> you know. And uh, the next, the next uh, Wednesday on payday, yeah, then the next it was just a you just kind of rolled just, a, out, cycle, right? yeah. just a cycle, yeah, because lads, lads would be uh, it's been like in the mess, right? Lads would get loans out of mess and then pay it back on payday, and uh, yeah. just a repetitive cycle, right? And um, but there used to be a big drink called <laughs> January, right? Like lads would be rolling back after kind of one o'clock
1: loss, oh, yeah, yeah, well, I think. I think uh, that was probably just the time, the time back then like you know like, yeah i think it's I know, definitely like, changed because you know, like, when we joined the guards there was a big culture in the guards as well right um but saying again there was and there really was like you know but it was
0: yeah. that's how you socialize as well like you know yeah well that's it like um that's like i'm even guilty of like in the team like at christmas parties like or like if we do we'll have a good quarter like the card to be gone behind the bar you know kind of thing yeah yeah um well
1: saying i know it was well, we do a bit of stuff outside, Um, for the guys as well, like you know, do a bit of training and stuff like you know, yeah. companies work or We work for their advice all out last night for you know, free drink and food or whatever. Like, you yeah. know, we didn't go because um, I just wasn't able to like, COVID during the week and stuff. I'm now, okay? Yeah, um, but yeah, same again. I'll really put the, the car behind the barrel like you know, and yeah. uh,
0: off you go, enjoy go yourself, go nuts, yeah, yeah, yeah. well you can write that off, <laughs> yeah. well that's <laughs> after, well, anyway. that's it, like it's a uh, it's entertainment, yeah, and uh, like if you do, uh do a good court like you know it's not yeah, it's yeah. not a bad reward you know and yeah, yeah, yeah. um, but look I, I also think like companies are looking away from that as well as well you know like trying to do like non-alcoholic activities or whatever but it's, yeah. uh, everyone likes just going and having a few beers as well at the end of the day yeah. you know and there's a bit wrong, of chat like, i would even say that like with um yeah it doesn't
1: matter you know if you notice you know don't stop drinking alcohol. but if you, notice, you know you yourself drinking more than you normally do yeah slow then down then yeah. maybe you're going yeah. hang on a second there's, there's something going on here like, you know yeah, yeah. um but yeah, like if,
0: if, you're, if you're not, we'll have a couple of points. Yeah. We'll have a couple of points. Yeah. You know, well, I think it's right. important to go for a couple of points with the lads, you know, yeah, or is, yeah. your sure. friends. Yes. You yeah, know, just to bend yeah. off or, yeah. or just,
1: just to be sitting with a group in a, in a different kind of environment. Yeah, You're it's real. not at the station, you're not in the barracks, you know, you're in the, you know, you're looking at other people. It's, 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 it's the real world, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, this this is life, It's yeah. The civilian world such, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. It so well, just depends. No, I really enjoyed the army, not say, like, no, around that time, and I was in with a really, really good group um really, really good people, like you know, yeah. Um, and majority, of it, yeah, let's say they've all done really well in their lives as well, like you know, and yeah. Um, but we all back, look back fondly on the army and the army time then, and not even the army, but the recruit, the recruit part, the, the um, recruit train. There are people that, that are still in the army and gone very high in the army as well, like you know, but, yeah. Um, but it doesn't matter whether they're whatever the rank they're at now, like you know, they're still, you know, the person. Yeah. back dead, like,
0: you know yeah. the route, you know one of the lads I trained with um, is, he's a driver right and then one of the lads is like an acting CS and he pulled into uh, pulled into the, the barracks and uh, the CS is obviously on the square bouncing off the shoes and he comes out of the truck and goes what are you <laughs> What look kind of thing um, but like you know <laughs> so the lads that you train with you do have that different kind of relationship with yeah like, and that's
1: that's the same in, in every group thing as well like, there's, there's two lads and Went to the Cavalry as well and really, really good mates. You know, you couldn't, you, couldn't, um, you couldn't tear them apart and such. Like, you know, yeah. one guy stayed as a trooper, right. and the other guy went up and he's like the sergeant major of the army now. Like, you yeah, know, so yeah. he's, he's a top, I think he's top ranking NCO in the whole army. Right. Um, but the two of them together, you see him on WhatsApp group, and they're just off each yeah, other, just you know? mates. So, so they're still two mates. Doesn't yeah. matter what rank you are with, like,
0: you know. Yeah, just knowing where to draw the line, like when to keep it professional or to, you know, tell do something you do it, but uh, yeah, absolutely, us, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Give yeah. a bit of a stick there and the full kind of thing. Yeah, but. I that's it.
1: I'm not saying in the fire yet now. I'm at the rank of station officer. Okay. So it'd be kind of the rank officer in 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 the station or such like you know. Yeah. Um, but those guys that I have worked as a fireman and yes, yeah. you know it's. Yeah, they're the people get you know, older in 19 and the slagging you're going to give them or they're gonna give you is the same doesn't matter what Yeah <laughs> just, uh, you're
0: still gonna <laughs> <to> give them <laughs> the neck. <next. laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> huh? Grand. Well look uh thanks very much for coming in. Okay, uh appreciate. Promise.